You gotta beat the man. And that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. With a million. WWE Pod, Mike James. It's been a while. You've listened to our WrestleMania thoughts. The WWE Network is going. Not as successful as probably they hoped, I think. Um, but we, we can always get into that later. But we're here to talk extreme rules. And probably for for one of the few years, Mike, um, not WrestleMania version 2. Which is fantastic indeed. It's not basically... As you say, a rehash or just... You know you have, like, the return match they talk about? Yes. Yes. Basically, oh, yeah. Basically, for a while, it looked like Extreme Rules or Backlash was just a, an entire return pay-per-view. But yeah. indeed, not this year, which is delightful. But, but one thing is returning, Mike. What's that? It's, it, it is Wednesday, the 30th of April, the last day of the month, and I'm here full of negativity because the one thing is returning is potentially um, a big F you to Daniel Bryan fans because once again, Mike, mm. like the CM Punk era, like the Rey Mysterio era, he, the, you have the champion not in the main event. I, I believe that it's not going to be the main event. Fair enough, he's against Kane. Really? Kane, Mike. I mean, Kane. 2014 against Kane after the biggest win of the year. Arguably the hottest star coming out of WrestleMania. And you go against Kane. Mike. Yes, it's a bit random. I mean, if you built Kane over a few months, he could maybe be in that level again, but probably not. Okay, Mike. But, yes? Who would you like Danny Bryan to go up against realistically the Extreme Rules? Think of, think of anyone that's currently not in the storyline. That they could have done better Zach, than Kane. Zack Ryder? Yes. Cesaro, even? Oh, I would... I see, I, I, that is going to happen. I know it's going to happen. It's just a question of when. And I, don't, I, I think it will be pretty quick. But yeah, it, it would have been wonderful if Cesaro had got a title shot for Woody the Andre the Giant thingamabarble. I mean, absolutely, you know, and if you want, and if you want to put a bit more mystique into it, you could have, obviously, um, Cesaro, and obviously, you could have uh, Jack Swagger in there. I mean, fair enough, it might take some of the storyline away, but then you've got a lot of interesting dy- dynamics, like they don't like each other, will they team up? And then you've got, obviously, um, Paul Heyman and uh, Zeb Coulter, who clearly don't like each other in there as well. That would involve having Jack Swagger in a, good, in a big match, though, which would be a shame, because he's awful. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. But apart from that, uh, I, I like the idea of, indeed, the, the idea of Heyman and Coulter against each other as we sort of got on Raw the other day over a main event. That would be fun. It, it would be fun, especially, you know, you know the, with Paul Heyman, Zeb Coulter pushing their wrestlers, even though Cesaro's kind of seen as a semi-face. When he... Yes, indeed. Even though he's with Heyman, which is... I. I found it a bit of clearly the thinking is let's keep him as a heel so he can go for the belt soon. That's why that's what I suspect. Are you thinking the same? Yeah, possibly. But let's be honest. I mean, I know they don't want to do it, and I I'm I'm almost tired of always saying it. But if you want if you want to make a difference to to the upper mid card division, surely Cesaro is arguably you know one of your number one picks to be the Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, but I think he's above that now. 
<coughs> no, well, well, true, true. Because he was already US champion for ages. He was, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. Um, and talk about the Intercontinental Champion. I mean, one of the matches, which obviously we'll get to all of them on Extreme Rules, is um, is Big E versus Bad News Barrett. Um, I mean, who do you think is going to win that, Mike? I think Barrett will win it. He needs to. I think so. I think you're right. I think he needs to. Wave, bad news, boom, Barrett. And they're I... taking him more seriously now. He's becoming less, despite his silly name for some, people yes. might think, he's becoming less of a comedy character now. Well, that's partly because he's back in the ring again. Yes. Simple as that, if you see what I mean. But indeed, I, I, let's be honest, Wade Barrett is definitely talented, and we, as we've seen recently, is quite charismatic, which I wasn't expecting through the Bad News Barrett stuff. But indeed, the name Bad News Barrett, I don't hear that name and think world champion. Well, you say that, Mike. You say yes. that, and I'm going to say something that's maybe slightly controversial. What's that? Is Bad News Barrett to WWE um, um, what basically Magnus wasn't to TNA in terms of if he was ever to be a champion the couple, about a year or two down the line? Could he pull I... off what Magnus didn't, That that obviously being that British cocky world champion? I think he's got more chance. Not, I'm not saying Magnus was bad. Um, and, and let's be honest, um, uh, it was probably more, well, it was just as much, I think, the TNA booking uh, than it was, obviously, more so probably than his skills. But it's just the way he, he came across on TV, um, on the brief time I have seen him. Um, and the fact that, Mike, uh, it's still a bad taste in my mouth, a number of things, actually. Uh, yes. I still have a bad, but in Britain, Wembley Arena, yeah, biggest crowd, you don't have the guy wrestle. What the hell? Um, there you go. And also, they were still putting him over as a heel. I know, but um, new TNA champion, obviously, Eric Young. Yes, that surprised me. I'm imagine it's it's brilliant in a way because he's one of the few guys who's been there. Not, I don't know if he's been there since the start, but for a very long time, the fans really adore him. But at the same time, it is a little bit. Uh, the thing is with TNA, it just feels like they're running out of stars. Well, yeah, conspiracy theorists stand up. Um, some people are saying that they're basically mimicking Daniel Bryan's story in WWE, going with a bearded guy, and basically, when you look at both of them, being held down at uh, set points in their career, essentially, despite being clear fan favourites, it's a very similar uh, rise, except you could argue the Eric Young one perhaps wasn't done so well. I never thought of that. No, what about now? Yeah. Now, 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 I've, now, now I've shined the torch in your face and shown you the light, potentially, according mm. to the conspiracy theorist. Do you think there's a, any, any, a, do you think there's any grains of salt to that story? Yeah, there's, yeah, I can see you thinking, now that you're, sh- now you're shoving the torch, it's as if you're shoving a torch in my face rather than your appendages for a change. But, I, 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 um, yeah, I can kind of see it, but, I, I mean, let's just... Daniel Bryan is a guy who obviously was like knocking on the door for so long. Eric Young was never knocking on the door. He's just been kind of handed the bell. Like, oh, hello. Oh, I'm the champion now. Woohoo. Yeah. So, but when you look at Eric Young, he's one of those people, I think, almost similar to Eugene. Nick Densmore there. If used differently, he could have been so much better. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can see what Eugene. But in the ring, he's, I think, that brilliant. No, but he's better than a lot of the form. He's better than many TNA champions of past, I think. 
Such as? Um, uh, okay, such as, for example, Magnus, I think, fine, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, another one, another one, Ben. Um, in, in the ring, I'm talking just in the ring work. Yes, I know, I know, in the uh, ring. You know, uh, the uh, former Dudley boy, Bully Ray. Bully Ray, possibly. I think uh, I'm talking about in the ring. Not necessarily, yeah. Who else have you got? I- I'd even say Jeff Jarrett's not, wasn't really that great in the ring. Jeff Jarrett was certainly overrated, but I, I think I'd put him above EY. You'd put him above EY. I don't, I don't want to sound like I'm being really mean towards Eric Young. It's just so random. It's, it's, the, it's the equivalent of tomorrow you put the belt on David Otunga. So, huh? Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Um, but but there you go. But, but but anyway, back to the biggie versus Bad News Barrett. I, yes. I think we're both agreed that Bad News Barrett should win. It makes sense for him to win. Yeah. This is not one of those places where we want to swerve. I'm okay with Bad News Barrett cheats because that's his character. <laughs> you know, I mean, as long as you don't get too many of them on the card. Too many dusty finishes, or whatever you want to call them. Yes. Yeah. But but. Oh, but before we get to the Barrett match, obviously watching it on pay-per-view, the pre-show, we've got El Torito <laughs> versus Hornswoggle in a WLC match. Oh, dear. Is that where you can use chairs, ladders, and urine? Yes. Ah, we... Or a Nintendo console. Ah. It all depends. It's, it's all in the spelling when it, on, on the day. I think in the way they spelt it, it has to be urine. It has to be urine. Okay, uh, um, a urine ladder and chairs match. Does it mean you wee you wee from them on the ladder when you get to the top, and that's that, how you that's win? That's exactly what happens. You're the first person to climb the ladder, put a chair on top of the ladder, sit on the chair, and piss on your opponent. In a sick way, you'd probably enjoy that, wouldn't you? Watching the match like that. Well, me personally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do, do. Do either of us really care who wins it? I don't. No. Should it really be on the pre-show? No. I could understand. It, it arguably may, it, in a stupid way, if these tag teams were fighting in a TLC match, yeah? Yes. On Raw, it would almost make more sense to have these two in a WLC match to promote the bigger tag team match. between. Now, the, that would work, yes. Um, to help promote it. But not, it's kind of like they're doing it arse over the other way around. Yes, it's going to be funny. It's free on the pre-show. But watching, the, the problem is, Mike, watching that kind of a match on the pre-show, a pre-show should sell the pay-per-view, shouldn't it? I mean, so yeah. like you, you think, I watched the pre-show, I'm in two minds whether to get the pay-per-view. Failing that, you do have the network these days anyway, so maybe that's why. But but it doesn't really sell the pay-per-view for you. You're watching it, I mean, and you, and you could think, yeah, okay, I'm not going to bother, I'll just watch it tomorrow. I've got better things to do on a Sunday night. I don't know. I mean, I can see what you're thinking. I mean, although, obviously, as you alluded to, most people are getting the pre-show and getting the pay-per-view anyway. Then what I would go with is the idea that it should really gear you up for the show. It's, you know, in the way an undercard should, if you see. But WLC is going to make you think, oh, Christ, what are we in for tonight? Whereas, if you put the WLC match on Raw, put Alexander Rusev and his handicap match on the pre-show, and the tag title match from Raw on the pay-per-view... Then we have a better show. Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. I mean, Alexander Rusev, Xavier is an truth. Yeah, on the pre-show, that makes that makes a lot of sense. And interestingly, if you were obsessed with Big E Langston winning yes. the Intercontinental Championship match, you could argue it makes sense for Alexander Rusev to come out after that match and say, Big E, I want your title. You know, 
Phase oh, two. I like that. That's quite cool. Yeah. I mean, oh, oh yeah. Uh, so, so I mean, there's a lot of things you can do that WWE prob- probably wouldn't, which we've kind of once again, Mike. I'm not, I don't want to like you know blow our own trumpets, yeah. but I am. Uh, ten seconds. That's that. Absolutely, and that, and, that, and that cost ten seconds. Um, Sorry, I farted. <laughs> that is a. You, you have a musical anus. That's all I can say. Um, it's for being in the band. It's it's just it's just it's just developed over time. How's how is the band? How's how is the band going? You had practice last week. Uh, well, the band's going very well. Yes, we had a practice last week, where as you know, things kept chopping and changing. But what we had on Saturday just gone was a fabulous gig. Oh, and uh, successful. Very. It was our sixteenth gig now. And yes, 16th gig. And in terms of crowd reaction and getting a crowd G'd up, it was maybe the best we've done. It was really good. Is it, I mean, is it a case of, because obviously I know, I know, I know you, you, you've been acting and, and, and you've done theatre work. Is it, yes. a re- so once you've done like a good, a good gig and, and you get the reaction from the crowd, yeah. um, is it like a good feeling for the rest of, the, rest of that evening and, tomorrow, and the next day? I mean, you does it last? Feel, you feel on top of the world for the rest of the evening. You feel, you feel untouchable. Yeah? Oh, that's brilliant. It, it must be like if you have a belt put on you in wrestling, I guess. For the rest of that night, you finally got it. It's like if, it's like, I don't, it's like if you pass your driving test times 10, you feel brilliant for the rest of the day. It's like you finally achieved something, even though we've done a few good few gigs now. It's that kind of thing. Yeah, oh, that's good. I'm very happy for you. It's mild. Thank you, darling. Thank you very much. Do you know who I'm very happy for? Who? Xavier. Oh, wait, no, I'm not. <laughs> Um, you see the thing with Xavier Woods, right? Yep. Xavier Woods, of course, was Consequences Creed briefly in TNA. He looked like he looked brilliant. He, had, he was incredibly athletic, like a really good young prospect. And I hate to say it, ten years later, he's exactly the same. Is that? But once again, Mike, is it the fact that the company's not giving him a chance to shine, or he's not doing it himself, or is it fifty-fifty? Well, it's just when. You are right. His ma- they only give him short matches, uh-huh. but in but in those short matches, it's just like four drop kicks, and then he loses. Show me something new. Are, are some people just destined to be jobbers? I don't want to say that because I'm sure there's so many people who we thought would be jobbers who then turn out to be brilliant, and vice versa. Yeah, John Cena turned out all right, didn't he? He um, just about worked. Yeah, well, he just... It's funny, isn't it? When you, when you hear the stories, obviously, of them nearly getting rid of um, the John Cena. I'm not sure if I even know this story. Apparently, before... Um, well, it's a well-known story, I think. Before um, the his Vanilla Ice impression, if you remember that, on SmackDown. Of course, ago. I remember. It was, it was the most fun he's ever been. Not, no, no offence to Cena, it was the most fun he's ever been, yeah. The rumour was um, that they were thinking of canning him. Up until then, and suddenly they found like that gimmick could work, and hence the rap gimmick happened. Ah, well, isn't that interesting? Yeah, and and well, there you go. Um, the rest is history, as they say. Well, so you have Bret Hart wasn't a million miles away when he was a champion in Stampede Wrestling. I think it was yeah Stampede, and then of course Vince McMahon bought Stampede Wrestling. He originally did not sign Bret Hart. Uh-huh. Bret Hart thought his future was going to be in Japan. And then Vince McMahon called up and said, actually, no, let's give you a go. I think you got this right. And then, of course, look what happened there. No, absolutely. Um, well, talking about Bret Hart, Mike, I'll put you on the spot. Who has more charisma, Bret Hart or Daniel Bryan? I prefer Daniel Bryan. Does he have more charisma? 
The weird thing is with Daniel with Daniel Bryan, he has great charisma, but I can't explain why. He's one of those guys. Could you? Can you? But at the time. Go back to 1997 after WrestleMania. Could you have explained the charisma of Stone Cold Steve Austin? You kind of can because he had a coolness about him. And Daniel Bryan doesn't. Daniel Bryan is not cool, no. But there's something about him that is just, oh, it's just brilliant. I've no idea what it is. And he's amazing in the ring. I mean, I mean. And he's brilliant in the ring, yes. He's, let's be honest, he's, he's one of the. Of the current crop of wrestlers that yeah. we see on a regular basis, full timers, he's in in terms of in the ring, he's number one for me. In terms, you know, you know, in terms of having a good match on a consistent basis, I'd say. I'd, I'd say that's fair. Yes. Um. So and the, the way the way he's going, he could. Uh, it, it wouldn't surprise me at the end of his career if we're talking about him in the top twenty-five of all time. Oh, I do hope so. And, and the good thing is, like, he's, he's 32, so he could have five years at the top, you know. Well, no, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. Um, and, and that's when he's already wrestled fucking everywhere, Ring of Honor and other places, you know. Yeah, it's, I, I, hate, I hate to be negative as usual. It's just a shame he's up against Kane. Why is he up against Kane? It just doesn't make any sense. It's annoying. It, it is a shame. I mean, I, I mean... If Kane and Brian, obviously, if they kind of tease the idea of them having wars recently, and obviously they're in Team Hell No, but the Team Hell No didn't really have an acrimonious split, from what I remember. So I don't really know what this is about. No, and and the problem is, Mike. This I know this is for the WWE, and they have pushed it somewhat. That he's obviously attacking his wife, but it, it yes. just to me it feels much. It feels too much like a Raw main event. Than a than a than a, a, a than a championship match on a pay per view. I can understand that in a way. I mean, you had the other day. If if say yeah, you know when you're watching Raw and they suddenly announce the SmackDown main event. Yes. Something. The SmackDown main event is usually quite a random pairing, but it's a random pairing of usually a couple of very good guys. Okay, this, I'm with you. This, I'm with you. Yeah, I don't think this is a million miles away from that. No. Um, I want to watch it because it's Daniel Bryan. It'll be interesting to see what's exactly. going to happen. I also want to watch it in the hope that Daniel Bryan gets a clean victory and this is the end of the feud. We do not, I do not. And I think mm-hmm. the WWE audience, I, I really can't say universe, Mike, I'm sorry. The okay. WWE audience that also, like us, does not want this feud to continue. I agree with that completely. And also, I like the fact that you use the phrase the WWE fans like us because they do. They do like us. They do, Mike. They do like us. Oh, by the way, I, I, wanted to, I, I want to mention this on air because you mentioned it to me earlier that we at WW Pod have now had over, is it 110,000 downloads? Over 110. It's 110,800, I think. Something, ah, yes. Something. I, think, I think you said 110,856. Something like that. There was a six involved. There was certainly six involved and not in a satanic way for a change. So, guys, I just want to say cheers. Thank you very much. This, so far, this has been the most successful beginning to the year um, in WWE Pod. We've had the most successful month ever being March. March this year, yes. Yep. Sh- I should have mentioned that on the blog. But there you go, you know now. Followed by a very successful April and a very yes. successful February. And I think uh, you could argue that it was the controversy of Daniel Bryan that really helped kickstart those successful three months we've had. Because it, it, it always seems when, when there's more controversy in wrestling and, and there's, there's something to talk about, such as what happened after the Royal Rumble,
Turnbull, Daniel Bryan not being on there, it being on BBC News. It seems yeah. that our numbers actually uh, become a lot more than when there's good news almost. Uh, and it's partly like the internet, <coughs> like the internet lights up. People want to know what the, what the wrestling journalists and what and what other fans. What they yeah they what they care about how they feel about such things and us being fans rather than journalists uh, um uh, obviously someone cares what we think Mike which is amazing technically are we by this point wrestling journalists no no we don't get paid do any of them yes really yeah Eric Young does Eric Young yeah is he a journalist yes oh I didn't know that um is that the point TNA is at they're putting the belts on journalists uh, yes. Does that mean Janet Street Porter is going to become a knockout champion? Yes. God, she's a cow. I know, I know. I and that's been putting it very nicely. I know, I know, I know. She defeated Trevor McDonald. In what? The um, uh, news, Pages, new, pink slip news at 10 on a pink slip. Fold huh? match. I don't know. Yeah, um, hang anyway. on, Trevor McDonald's on a pole. Trevor McDonald, that's a better. Trevor McDonald on a pole. You're all right. American fans have absolutely no idea what we're going on about, and quite a few fans have no <laughs> idea what the fuck we're on about right now. Yes, Trevor McDonald, a known news journalist, news reporter, um, famous for News at Ten, amongst Jan- other things. Janet Street Porter, known for bug roll and being fairly ugly. Carry on. <laughs> right. Um, um, yes. <laughs> Throw me speaking, left. Spe- speaking of ugly, a match that could get ugly. John Cena versus Bray Wyatt. (laughs) In terms of booking, I'm more excited about this match than I was um, at the WrestleMania match. I am too. However. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Yes. Doesn't it make more sense for Bray Wyatt to have won at Mania and then coming into the steel cage match? Sorry. Uh, I wanted Bray Wyatt to win either way. In a weird way, I think it is working the way they've done it, okay. but I don't think it's anything to do with the booking. No. As in what I mean is, the, I think you know what I mean. As Brave Wyatt has come, has become, oh, his popularity has skyrocketed over the last six to eight weeks. And because of that, more and more people are jumping from the Cena ship to his ship. It's making this second match mean more and more. Yes, it is, isn't it? It is. So I think the way I think having seen a win and the way that it's now looking is brilliant. But I don't think that was by design. I think I think I think the bookers have got just lucky in this instance. Well, I think um, they were looking at the WrestleMania, Daniel Bryan winning, and they kind of thought the Undertaker's losing. We better have John Cena win. Maybe. Yeah, I see your logic. Yeah, I suppose. I'm second guessing something I know absolutely nothing about, but. I often do that on Trigger Pursuit. <laughs> but has a, well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, I think this will be an interesting match. I hope that the other White family don't get involved. That's the idea of a cage. I'm sure they will, though. Therefore, yeah. if they do, what's Probably. the point of a cage match? But never mind. Um, they probably will get involved in some way. Oh, speaking of such things, you know on Raw last week, yes. where you had Cena versus all the Whites? Yes. Did you not think that that vote, Eric, it was like a massive finger up to Eric Rowan? Yes. Think, think about it, right? The, the choice, if you remember, was Cena, sorry, was, was all three Wyatts against Cena, Rowan Harper against Cena, or just Luke Harper against Cena? Luke Harper, on his own, got a, like 30% more votes than Rowan and Harper. <laughs> I didn't really think about it that way. 
which just made me think, oh dear. <laughs> Poor Eric Rowan. He is the, I, I do think he's the weakest of the three. But it just I just started thinking, oh dear. Is is he's, is he's Eric Rowan the, not getting over? Is he the Ted DiBiase Jr.? Yes, he is. Okay. Luke Harper, I think, is pretty fucking good. And obviously Bray Wyatt has this wonderful charisma. Eric Rowan's just kind of the guy. Hello. How are you? My name's Eric. I've got a beard. Now I think about it, was Eric Rowan the one of the Highlanders? Yes. Uh, I don't know. Because now I think about it, he looks like an enormous version of the Scottish tag team, the Highlanders. I like them. Did you? Yeah. I don't remember much about them, apart from they were Scottish. They're, they're all right. They're fun. Um, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, yeah. They're better than some of the tag teams. I mean, at least they were a tag team, let's say, and not just That's thrown together. True. That's true. Speaking of which, aren't Rybacks are awful? Yes, Ryback is awful, and so <laughs> is so, so is uh, Mr. Axel. Um, but uh, but then again, Mike, you know, they kind of they dropped the ball with Ryback. Let's be fair, didn't they? Completely. I, 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 I have a horrible feeling that at the, at the moment, I feel a bit like they're dropping the ball with the tag team division. I remember talking, saying it seemed hopeful a few months back at the beginning of the year. Hopeful? It was brilliant. And then look what they've done now. Um, oh, well. It's like they've got this... The tag team division has been rebuilt, and I will, must give WWE credit for this, it's been rebuilt superbly. It's been done fantastically. But at the, but then at the, it feels at the moment it's really just uh, Usos and... Rybaxel and occasionally Los Matadores, who aren't brilliant. Uh, whereas, a, whereas a, a bit ago, it was looking more like Usos, Shield, Rhodes Brothers, who, are, who look like they're going to split or something. The uh, the Outlaws, it was kind of cool to have them back. Well, it was cool to have them back, ever so briefly. They stretched it out a bit, though. And that sort of thing. And then you had the primetime players. Now, the primetime players are split... The Shield, wonderful, but they're doing they're doing main event thing, although they deserve it. Cody Rhodes and uh, Goldust, I love they're going to be splitting. Even if they're not, they just why aren't they winning matches? What we they're said. a brilliant team. I know, I know, and, and it's ridiculous. Um, it's it's almost like um, I want them to be around for like another year, and then if you want to have them split, do it a Mania next year and make it a big yes. deal. Because um, obviously, the longer they're together, the bigger the deal is when they split and have a match against each other. So do it, do it for a year and make them champions again. Put them in the tag team division. These are, you know, no, you know, obviously, you know, Cody Rhodes is quite experienced now, particularly yes. with tag teams. Goldust, obviously, very experienced. Um, and, they, and they could really help and become a staple in that tag team division, as you're saying. However, they're deciding not to. Um, and what, once again, Mike, you and I said the tag team. The tag team belts arguably used to be the second to, to some most important belt in wrestling. You Absolutely. know, behind, behind the... But it just isn't now. I mean, well, at the moment, you know, not even the big belt is, is that important because I don't think it's going to be in the main event. I mean, obviously, we'll talk about the main event in a bit, but... I, they should put the main event in the last night <laughs> on the show, whoever it is. Just as a, even if the wrestlers are shit, this is sound weird. Even if there was a shit champion, which obviously there isn't, just as a statement of intent, they should put the title match on last. Just to say, 
this is what we are revo- this is what this business not necessarily all about but revolves around well I think you're right well, though, same thing I suppose really when you look at the past pay-per-views um, you know in the Attitude Era and arguably beyond most yeah. of the time the title match was the main event most of the time now when it wasn't it was for a very good reason and it was for a match that did it that when you were watching it seemed very special to the point where you could be like okay I actually understand completely why this is the main event I'm very excited about it, but not you know, and it was it you know it was going against the grain when it happened, and it, as I said, it was for a good reason. But now that I, I mean, I'm 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 sorry, Evolution versus the Shield, fantastic. Is that a good enough reason to to be ahead of the title match? You can make an argument because it's against Kane, but Daniel Bryan coming off the biggest win of his career should be in the main event, obviously versus a much better opponent. I agree completely. It should be. I'm going to go with you on this. It should be Bryan versus Cesaro main event. And then people will watch that match and go, these two are the next generation. It'd be brilliant. Absolutely. I mean, you know, if, if, even if you wanted to prolong this feud, you could go, and, and I don't like it, I, mm-hmm. really, but if you have an amazing match, we're talking like, you know, a four-star a four star to five-star match, I, you could even make an argument for almost having like a double count-out, you know, like Rocky style, where both men can't quite get to their feet, and you think, I can't wait for the rematch, if it is one of those amazing, I can't believe it kind of matches, you know? Kane and Bryan, we're still talking, yeah? Yeah, um, not yeah, Kane yeah, and yeah. Bryan, no, no, Cesaro and Daniel Bryan, for example. Oh, sorry, I'll oh, now see what you mean. You yeah. could have one of those matches, like a two and five, a really good, solid kick out of finish, a Ring of Honor style 25 minute match where, you know, you get, it gets to the point where both of them cannot actually stand de- um, or whatever, and you get like a double count out, and then you've got another reason for the pay for you there, so it doesn't really harm either of them, and they can I have s- another match if you wanted to. I don't like it so much, but. I, if it was an amazing match, uh, I wouldn't mind. I see what you're getting there, because I think a good example, uh, or another good example, would be, you know when they had, way back, 1994, 20 years ago now, when they had the first ever three-way match in ECW? Oh, yes. Now, that went a one-hour time limit draw between the three of them, uh, but it was so incredible, everyone gave them a standing ovation. Yeah, I mean, if you got something like that, that would be brilliant, wouldn't it? Superb. It would be great. It would just show that we are now about wrestling again. Oh, speaking of which, Raw this week. Yep. I liked it. Yep. I certainly did. But there were two bits in the middle that were fucking awful. Okay. Okay. Talk to me. Well, one of them, Los Matadores versus uh, 3MB, was pretty fucking bad. Yes. And then Damien Sandow just as Magneto. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, never. <laughs> what a waste! What I mean, if you're bringing in someone like Hugh Jackman, who is a star, yeah, yes, yes, um, and you build, and then you you put it in a crap segment like that, it just doesn't make. It's just what a load of rubbish, you know. One thing that it made me think of is at the moment one thing with WWE that is arguably good and arguably bad is you'll have, in one segment, you have Steph, you have utter destruction and of Kane, of Daniel Bryan from Kane and Stephanie saying, you bastard. You'll have a weird skit involving Magneto or Scooby-Doo or something for the kids. And then the next skit, Brie Bella yelling at Sydney man calling her a bitch. It it's doesn't a make weird, any sense. It's a weird mix. 
but back in the not back in the day, but the best things that are almost the stars used to develop a storyline. For example, I never forget um, when uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the late nineties, early nineties, yeah. smacked Triple H. You know, during the match when Triple H was was you know the one of the biggest heels at the time, and he were like, "Yeah, something like that makes a lot more sense." Then it just felt completely wasted. Yes, Hugh Jackman is there. To promote the X Men, however, have a segment with with, with Daniel Bryan. You know, for example, may, maybe have him run out and save Brie Bella as Daniel Bryan's comatose almost on on the floor or something. You, you know, that that's how you use him, and then have a backstage segment or something with a goofy segment with someone else. But then at, le- at least use him properly to help promote a feud and make it feel like a big deal. But they don't. They don't. They purely use him to promote a film that I'm sure is awful. Um, I'm, a, I'm only saying that because I've never been to comic books. Though. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm a geek. Fair, well, well fair. we're all geeky about something. And that's why you and I are talking in the first place, if you see what I mean. We're geeky about, about wrestling. We're geeky about wrestling, exactly. It's because it's the most wonderful thing in the world. But what I'm getting at is, they, if, fair enough, if, if you want to bring in a star to get ratings, fine. If you want to use it to promote a film, I'm not that keen on that in the first place. But at least do something that benefits WWE a bit as well in terms of, as you say, storyline. Granted, it will get WWE a few extra ratings, maybe. But the, that segment was just wasted awful. awful yeah i mean I, I remember the one year when it looked like um, the room was mickey rourke going up against um um having a match believe with it or not jericho and, and it? it never happened yeah, even on the talk show uh, i mean you know via satellite jericho started arguing with mickey rourke it, it looked yes. really interesting and the media jumped on it and mm-hmm. you know and that's another example of it do, uh, using it properly um that's like true. like it or not mr t at wrestlemania one another yes. example yeah it can be done very nicely but as you say, this was just weird. And also what crossed my mind was these. this is Damien Sandow and Dolph Ziggler. They are two incredibly talented individuals. What the fuck's going on here? Uh, I know. What, I, well, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. Dolph Ziggler must have shit in someone's bag. No, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and Damien Sandow must have basically joined him the way, the, the way they're treating these guys. Quite a large bag. Oh, quite a large poo. Well, what you mean from both from both of them combined, yeah. it would yeah. be a large. Bag. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mary Poppins had a large bag. Did they shit in that? I don't know. Oh, I'll well, have to ask her. Are you implying that Mary Poppins only had that large bag because so she could shit in it? No. Because that's sort of what it sounded like you said. Okay. Said, oh, oh, what an enormous poo! And they just went. Mary Poppins had a large bag. For the record, Mary Poppins is practically perfect in every way, Mike. Practically perfect poo. No. I'm sure. I'm sure she does do perfect poops. Um, I'd imagine. I, I bet she only needs three wipes, and she's done. Well, maybe they come out clean. It does happen. You know when you it comes out clean and you wipe, and there's nothing there, and you think, "Oh, it came out clean." That's so handy because then you can nip down to the shop before it closes. Uh, yes. Because I don't know about you. Every time they have a poo, I'm wondering when Tesco shuts. Um, n- your one's twenty-four hours, isn't it? Uh, other than a Sunday. Yes, but I was hoping you wouldn't point that out for comedy effects. Oh, I see. I've ruined your joke. I know. Bollocks! And I'm sure you meant the Tesco's Metro near in Orpington, not the. That's big the one, the Tesco Metro that just opened, which means I wouldn't be thinking about that either. Bollocks! Ah, oh, fail. Um, moving on. Okay, let's get to the big match. Well, well, hang on. Did Randy Orton shit in Mary Poppins' bag? Email us. <laughs> Email us at wwpodcast at googlemail.com. Who's shitting on who? Yeah. Who's... 
Even I am a bit surprised. You know what? I'm, that, that is, that's the idea. That is the, that is the title and the idea of a great segment we can have each week. Who's shitting, shitting on who? On who? It has music as well. Absolutely. And this week it's um, the booking department on Jack Swagger. Yay! Or... It's Jack Swagger on the show. Yes. Or it's us on Jack Swagger. Um. I'm on Jack Swagger. Ugh. No, pooing on him. You know, who's oh, sorry, on that's fine. I thought he meant intercourse. No, 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 no. He doesn't look like Jamie Oliver much anymore either now, in my opinion. Oh, yes, because he's got like a sweep. He looks like he's got a politician's haircut now, really, hasn't he? He looks more like the, um, yeah, like he's going to be up for re- up for election for the mayor of London or something. Yeah, you're right. Something like that. Now, that would be an interesting... Who would win in... <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> Come on, man. Hit me, me, baby, one more time. Who would win in a poo-off between Jack Swagger and Boris Johnson? And the winner becomes Mayor of London. Ooh, um, Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson. You reckon Boris Johnson's full of more shit? No! No, but he he looks like a man that can can handle and and pass, pass through his curries more than Jack Swagger. Do you think so? Yes. You reckon that, um, Boris Johnson... (laughs) The Boris Johnson's anus is better suited to a Land Rogan Josh. Well, yeah, I mean, whoever he is, I think he's got. I, I look at Boris Johnson and I and I look at that, and he potentially he might eat more than Jack Swagger, but he looks like he has more consistent bowel movements. You know what? Was weren't you saying the same thing the other day to to my vicar? <laughs> You've got consistent bowel movements. Yes, and I was furious with you. Oh, I do apologise. Because he's because he oh never mind. Okay, we've also got obviously um um who 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 do we think is going to win the Bray Wyatt John Cena? Oh, is that we, we we started that bloody ages ago. We did. We we didn't finish. We never Yay! finished. Like in a handbag. Yeah, uh, I, I'm saying Bray Wyatt. It has to be. I want Bray Wyatt to win so fucking badly. I'm going to say him. Yeah. Which means it's going to be John Cena, isn't it? But okay. Probably. Um, Page versus Tamina Snuka has to be Page pusher pusher pusher. Definitely. There's one thing I don't quite understand with Paige, which I think I mentioned to you, it may be on the show, but Paige, when she first turned up on Raw, was a bit too smiley. Yes. But then in the match on Raw yesterday, she's back to her screaming violent self. Good. I'm very pleased. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, they they did kind of make that a bit weird. And it's a shame, really, uh, because obviously first impressions, um, when something that happens, is very important. Yes, stick with what she's good at. Yeah, and I'm sure that was WWE rather than Paige doing it. Oh, I'm sure. Um, um, we've also mentioned Danny Bryan versus Kane. Alex Rusev with Lana versus Xavier Woods and R-Truth. Um, R-Truth and Xavier Woods are going to be buried. Completely. Speaking of such things, I've totally fallen for Lana. I th- uh, yeah, it's because she's an attractive woman with blonde hair, Mike. No, and- it's not that. Yes, it is. Who said I? Who said I'm into blondes? You did. Did I? Several podcasts ago. Yeah. Did I? Well, yeah. You gave the example of Trish Stratus being the ultimate blonde bombshell, and then and, and then I, I'm pretty sure you went on you went on a, um, at least a paragraph of, uh, about it. Oh, what else did I say? You also said that if Vince McMahon will look more like Ric Flair, you would. Hmm. Like him a lot more. Oh, right. Uh, uh, do you know how cuss I'm writing the day, actually? 
What? <laughs> no. No, don't worry, there's nothing better. Okay, I'm not proud. I don't have to press the edit now button. Excellent. Carry on. Carry on. I, it would be great if we just had a button that you press, and all of a sudden, whatever I say just stumbles into song. He'd be like, oh, and by the way, then there's this turtle, and he fe- Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, Mike is talking again, so we have to put this on. Anyway, it's a good thing we're not live, to be honest. It really fucking is, isn't it? So anyway, what I what comes to mind is you remember remember when there was a Vince McMahon, Trish Stratus having an affair angle? Yes. While back, which is a bit puzzling in itself, but there we are. Uh, but I remember it was it was because I just remember it because uh, it, the crowd reaction was hilarious. Trish Stratus had said, "I've been a bad employee, and therefore I deserve a spanking." Yes. And 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 the crowd just went, "Hey!" It just suddenly, suddenly crossed my mind again the other day it was Trish Stratus and the Vincent Man spank off. That yep. came that came out really wrong, actually. It did, didn't it? <laughs> I figured it would. Yes. Sorry about that. That's all right. That's all right. So, so, so Mike, Mike's uh, new favourite, Alana. Um, well, the thing is, Alana, I because I, I like NXT a lot, and so I'd already seen it quite a few times. But all this, I don't want this to descend into just male whatever. But as soon as she arrived on Raw, they made the skirts about five inches shorter, and the tops a hell of a lot tighter. Well, there you go. And yeah, and so and so, I really thought she was attractive. But all of a sudden, when I saw her raw, I was like, "Yeah, my goodness!" <laughs> um, well, there you go. There, there, there we go. There we go. Um, so Jack- as for as for Rusev, sorry, before we move on, absolutely, Rusev, I think is bloody good, but but, but I don't want to see squash matches anymore. I'm bored of them. They're the best way of pushing someone. I mean, it happened on the on Raw when it first began. You'd get the job guys getting squashed. I know what you mean, and it is an essential position. But what I want to see is a long match to really show to show me what you this wrestler can do. Well, arguably, a two on one handicap match you could argue more for a longer match because it's a two on one handicap match. The problem is yes. he's going to be squashed. Um, and then potentially, if he doesn't work out somewhere down the line, he's going to lose to Jack Swagger. Um, oh, good <laughs> Completely un- undo all the hard work. I don't know. No. Do you think Jack Swagger will be with the company in a year's time? Yes. Bugger. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, but, uh, but Mark Henry. No Mark Henry, so it's good at the moment. Yeah, where is he? I have no idea. I don't know if he's injured, but there's no Mark Henry. And where's Christian again? Um, you see, Danny Bryan versus Christian, I'd be a lot more excited about. Oh, that'd be good. So, um, and then it, I might it, be able to stomach more the Evolution match being the main event. You see, Daniel Bryan versus Christian wouldn't exactly you wouldn't exactly make you go, oh my god, in in the in a sort of a big event way. But I think as an actual match, I think you're right. It'd be very good. Yeah, and and because you you, you know, instead of having the WLC match, have a Daniel Bryan versus Kane ladder match. I mean, Daniel Bryan, Bryan versus Christian ladder match. Put, oh, a, put, a, put a gimmick in there if you think people are going to care about it more. Um, See, these, although normally you'd think save the gimmick for later on in the feud, it's extreme rules. You can just put it, it in. Is, especially if Christian's not going to be doing more than one pay per view uh, for the for the title. So then you know you almost all your eggs in one basket. Blow the you know you know blow it off. Yes, have indeed. a good match and then continue yeah. with a new feud. Makes sense to me. 
It does. Um, so... Lovely idea. But I just think he keeps fucking up. Is he just? Is he hurt again? Don't know. I don't know. Because I mean, this this guy. You know, you remember Johnny Wilkinson, the rugby player? Yeah. He's becoming like him. Turns up, does something amazing, fucks off because he's hurt <laughs> again. There you go. Christian is like the Undertaker, but with less hats. Well, well. Before we get to the main, uh, the alleged main event, Undertaker. D- how do you feel about that still? What about him losing? Yeah. Uh, still doesn't make any sense, really. Like, load of crap. Okay, moving on. Uh, um, nonsense. <laughs> worst, dis- worst booking decision possibly for many years. The worst booking decision... Oh, what other ones are weird? There's obviously been a few odd booking decisions well, over I the mean, years I mean, from, any, from any company. Go on. I mean, I, th- I think the, the you could argue the worst booking decisions over the last three or four years, you, arguably, have all involved Brock Lesnar to a certain degree. Um, if you take the, well, if you take Daniel Bryan out at the equation for for not beating Randy Orton or not being in the Royal Rumble, um, yes. Brock Lesnar matches, he should have beaten Triple H, full stop, to make yes. him more, and he should have beaten John Cena, despite the fact we yes. got an amazing match. In terms of business and in terms of beating the Undertaker um, down the road, which I don't know whether they planned anyway at that point. He should have. Um, he should be undefeated. I absolutely agree with you. And also, if as I think we mentioned before, if you keep him unbeaten for those two or three years, then there'd be a lot more hype about the Undertaker match. Especially if you have a next year a Daniel Bryan versus Undertaker match at Mania. Oh, how, that would how be is nice. this little guy going to win? And oh my God, this little guy has won. That would be wonderful. Yes. I, although. Again, if anyone beat Taker, even then, we'd still be pissed, I suspect. Yeah, I, I know. Not as pissed, but you get the idea. No, I know. Taker, for, I mean, Danny Bryan versus Lesnar, good, but Taker, full stop, shouldn't have got beaten. It, well, uh, you and I said it was a nice thing for the Hall of Fame to be inducted. Yeah, excellent. Undefeated at WrestleMania, 22-0 and zero, rather than 21-1. and one. What a load of... And I think... Under, I'm not being funny now. Undertaker, he, he's, he's still... It's almost now. I'm going to say something horrible, Mike. Yeah, and and you okay. obviously being the man of reason, I'm going to say that the Undertaker is an is a very very good wrestler, not top echelon, but in terms of like you know you can make a legitimate case for putting him in the top ten of any list, right? However, oh, however, what I what I would say is um, comparing it to the stock market, the Undertaker's stock is uh, is probably 50% less now than it was before WrestleMania. Is that fair or not? That's that's very fair. Yeah. That it doesn't is... mean as much, especially at Mania now. It does make Yeah, that does make sense. It's, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know what to add to that because I think you put that very well. Yeah. Yeah. He is a guy where as you say the stock is rising, the stock is rising whatever. Although with with Taker it's been like at the top for ages and then all of a sudden vroom, it was like a life support machine falling off the edge. Yeah, and, and the problem was, um, the, the Mania match, it wasn't a particularly good match. It wasn't that good. I mean, it was... It, it was on the back of a bad match. Now, I know arguably he suffered a concussion and stuff, um, th- but it was... I mean, I think, Mike, had he lost against Shawn Michaels, I wouldn't have liked it, but I probably could have stomached it more given that amazing match. Yes, I understand that totally. But I'll but still I- be annoyed. Yes, indeed. Well, yeah, we'd, be, we'd be annoyed either way, but it made more sense if he lost in a valiant effort against a wonderful wrestler in a wonderful match. With Lesnar, you've got a very good wrestler. I know you're not such a fan, but I like him. But the, but the match, sadly, was shit. But this is the risk you take when you book anything. 
if a guy gets hurt in a match, the match is going to suck. Sadly, no, it couldn't. It couldn't be helped. That's what I'm messing up on. It couldn't be helped. No, um, I mean, and going in, Undertaker was so dominant going in. You thought it was a bit weird, but but I mean, looking at the way the storyline played out, was Brock Lesnar never had a chance. So it was a surprise, but not a very good one when he did when he did win. Very odd the build up, the way it was done. Very strange. Yeah, and I mean. I mean once again, what was what your before? And I promise we'll get into it after this. But sure. the main event. Um, what is your overall impression now? We've almost had best part of a month, let's say, um, to rest after WrestleMania. What's your overall opinion of WrestleMania Thirty? Yeah, it's bizarre. I still can't decide. It was a very. It was a bit like I said about WrestleMania Twenty Eight. It was a very varied show. We had what was this? What was the first match? I can't remember now. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, Daniel Bryan versus Triple H. Very good. That was very good. Then we had um, the Shield, and the match was really short. That was odd. Then Cesaro was winning with the best bit of an otherwise odd match. Then you had Bray versus Cena, was quite good. Then you had Taker versus Lesnar, which was really not good. It kept peaking and chopping. It was kind of strange. Yeah, but it never really hit the highest of highs that Mania should do. Uh, other than until, obviously, the last match when Danny Bryan won. Yes, that was a wonderful moment, but it, it, it wasn't a wonderful show. No, and it, I'm not being funny. In a funny way, the, the fact that Undertaker lost took the... Yes, took kind of the moment almost from Daniel Bryan winning at Mania. I, hey, know, I, know, I know what you mean. It took a little bit of the shine off because everyone was so stunned in that arena and around the world and in my living room. Uh, um, yeah, yes, yes, we all were, weren't you? Um, Indeed. How's your friends coping? Have they have they accepted it yet? Or well, one of them's still in hospital. Oh dear. Uh, yeah. As a result, <laughs> and just my friend Darren. Uh, a week or two later, still he would ring me and just go, I can't believe it. I go, Darren, I know, but fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, he da- was traumatized. There you go. Send the counsellor's bill to WWE, I think. Um, the, the council bill? The counsellor's oh, bill. Oh, yeah. counsellors. Sorry, sorry. I thought he meant the council. Oh, no. Because no, no. As in, as in, they run the hospitals or something. What? So, um, so Mike, fine, let's talk about the main event. Evolution are back versus yes. The Shield. Yes. I want to get I... your opinion before, before, before I urinate over all of it in my, in my, in my, in my, in my negativity, having oh, to God. pull everything down. Carry on. What, your trousers? Yes. Uh, well, if you're going to urinate on it. Well, Triple H, Randy Orton and Batista being back together, being together as a unit... Is a hell of a thought. No one can deny that. I don't give a shit that it's evolution, if you see what I mean. Yeah. As in, if you were going to have... Um, it's difficult to come up with um, a, uh, a comparison, but if you were going to have, say... How can I put this? God. If, you, if suddenly The Undertaker and Kane came back together as a tag team, you'd think Undertaker's with Kane, Brothers of Destruction, that's brilliant. If Undertaker and The Big Show came together, you would think that's quite cool, but you wouldn't think, ah, they were a tag team. Well, hey, I remember that tag team. They were great. With Evolution, I think it's brilliant that these two are together because they're a destructive force, 
but I don't give two shits that it's oh evolution's back because evolution weren't that good. No, it was around the dark time of WWE, wasn't it? Exactly, it was two thousand and three and two thousand four, which was shit. Uh, but the but the shield obviously are brilliant, and I love the fact that these two are going head on. I love the fact that Shield are in a main event spot as a trio still, and I like the fact that um, I've forgotten my third point. Basically, I do re- I don't give a crap that it's Evolution because I wasn't a fan of theirs in the first place, but I do like this match a lot. Now then, remove your trousers and continue. I love it. I, I like it. I'm excited about it. The fact Evolution Triple H, Randy Orton, Batista versus The Shield. On paper, it looks amazing, right? Yes, indeed. But, but why have they done it? Is it so Triple H can be in the main event, conspiracy theorist, stand knew up that was and continue? However, and my other thing is, I personally think that they're hot-shotting this storyline far too quickly. The reason why, if you rewind back to WrestleMania 22, I think it was 22, when Triple H and Shawn Michaels, I think at different points um, after after Mania, were teasing against each other that that DX was going to get back together. Oh, uh, yes. It they... didn't happen, the pay-per-view after, but um, when, when Shawn Michaels went up against, uh, with tacting with God and Vincent Mann, uh. it further got teased. And it really wasn't until a good couple of pay-per-views that it actually happened. Um, now, that, bearing in mind that was a babyface thing, I think it should have been teased a bit more, and they should have let The Shield and Triple H, uh, and, and for example, Alton Batista, do other things. Uh, once again, for example, maybe Daniel Bryan at the main event. And I think they should have teased it, down the road uh, and and had it in a couple of pay-per-views time building it up and not just hot-shotting it straight away um, and where then then arguably if you build it up for longer you could have the rubber match or the match that means everything for example if you lose you got a breakup or whatever at SummerSlam and it yeah. would mean a lot now the other concern I got were like when DX got together they completely buried the tag team division and buried everyone and anyone they went up against I'm assuming this is not going to be the case against Evolution however the Shield, at the end of the storyline, absolutely have to come out on top against Evolution. Against Triple H, Randy Orton, Batista, The Shield, at the end of the day. Not maybe not this match, but at the end of the day, Mike, they have to, in my opinion, come out on top. Otherwise, this feud means absolutely nothing other than massage, massaging the already big ego of Triple H. They, that's my saying it. And I think that... Although, I, am I unfair? Or? No, I don't think you are. I think, although would leave a big gaping hole, you can make your own jokes about that, <laughs> um, on the card of Extreme Rules, I like that idea. I like the idea of teasing evolution. Ric Flair popping up every now and again to say, wade in with, you know what you guys could do to solve this shield issue? I like the idea they could certainly build it, and the idea this culminated at SummerSlam could be huge numbers for the pay-per-view. Well, buy rates, that's the word. I think that could work great. I like this idea. I, although I don't know what I'd put in its place for extreme rules, I do think that's a very good idea. And indeed, if the shield don't win, we riot. Yeah, I mean, uh, they don't have the, to win. At the, at the end of the feud, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you probably need Evolution to win the first match. Quite possibly. Via dastardly deeds. Otherwise, I think if Evolution don't, it kind of takes all the heat off them if the Shield win the first match. Yes, it'd be kind of like, oh, bugger, what do we do now? But the Shield cannot break up because of this. 
evolution no. thing down the road. They have to win, and then whatever you want to do with the shield after that case there are. But they absolutely have to. You, and I don't want, for example, Dean Ambrose going to evolution saying, I screwed the shield. None of that bullshit. All three of the shield need to be pushed, and th- and they need to use this feud as a platform to continue that push, don't they? Completely. I mean, as you say, I mean, what, what, as in the idea that Ambrose joins Evolution or something? I'm worried. I'm, I'm worried that might happen. I don't want it to. I think the Shield needs to win outright completely and then carry on. And then replace Dean Ambrose with X Pac because that's what you do in factions. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Yeah, like... NWO, Degeneration X, and anything else. Yes, I'm, X, I'm... X Factor. Don't, don't mention that to X Pac. Let's give him his own click and watch it die. He hurt, he hurt himself doing the X Factor. No, it was oh, doing the Bronco Buster, wasn't it? Of course, we tore his anus in Oh, I knew you'd be insensitive about that, Mike. But it was very funny. <laughs> so uh, it was very. I'm sure it hurt a lot, and there was a no, lot. No, I, I, I'm sure if I watched it, it would be horrific. But I mean, but if someone rang you, as I, as I suspect you and I did at the time, we went, "Oh, Mike, oh, hi, Jason, everything." Xbox tore his ass in half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> Point C. It's because it's, it's coming horrible, from you. But, uh, that, well, that helps. It's your comic it's... timing. See, but you're trained in this, Mike. This is why I'm laughing. This it's is your... nothing to do with acting. This is because I've got a very funny dad and granddad. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> this is the thing. My dad is very funny. Yes. His dad, uh, John Chalkley, who, you know, he's, 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 he's been dead quite a few years, but he was very funny as well. I would love to know if my great-granddad was funny. Ask your dad. I'm sure he knows. He doesn't because he went when only my granddad was very young. So no one knows from this generation. I would love to know, love to know if my great-granddad was funny or if my granddad started with the silly jokes, which became my dad's surreal jokes, which became my hideous jokes that we have today. We we could do a whole show on your family tree and try and find out, Mike, doing like an investigation panorama piece. Oh, you mean like a who do you think you are? Yes. A who do you think you are based on the Chalky family working out who was funniest first? <laughs> there you go. So, um, who, so so are we saying Evolution are winning this match? Are we happy with that? Happy is not the right word, but yes, I think they will. Yeah. Okay. I think I, I think I think they will they will too, and I think this feud will continue. Um, oh yes, I agree. So they, they uh, yeah. Um, now we have left one that you started to go on too early, but then I steamrolled over. Oh, Jack Swagger with Rob Van Dam versus Cesaro. A little random. Well, yeah, throwing Rob Van Dam in there, it's because RVD. We need to use him now. We've decided to hire him. Uh, Do you Rob, think that's it? Yeah. They need to then they need to justify using him. Well, I don't know what to make of it. It's one of those sorts of things that I get sometimes because you got. I don't think anyone wants to see Cesaro versus Swag in the feud. I don't want to see it because I love Cesaro and I don't. I think Swag is shite. You're right, but I think the entertaining thing is going to come from. You could argue at least for a month worth of a feud. The, it is from the two managers, make, and then yeah, and by that, making the match kind of matter because of the managers. That'll certainly help. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, it's having Heyman and uh, what's his face? Zeb Coulter there. But then again, that begs the question what's Ron Van Damme doing in there? 
has just been stuck in, hasn't he? Um, yeah. Very, very strange. Because uh, when he was in there, well, it was going to be some sort of tag team angle. But no, he's just in there for a laugh. I mean, yeah, part of me, and I, 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 I sound like a hypocrite doing it. Um, What's that? Part of me wonders whether, in some convoluted way, it might have made more sense on Raw to have a double count-out for Bad News Barrett and Rob Van Dam just so you can get a triple threat for the Intercontinental Championship match. Well, that would have made more sense if they're desperate to use Rob Van Dam on the pay-per-view. It, it probably would have done, wouldn't it, rather than throw him in this? But that's why Having, partly oh, why I'm sceptical of this idea. Would you have been Would you have been more accepting of a Daniel Bryan versus Rob Van Dam match? Don't think it hasn't crossed my mind. At Extreme Rules, because that would have probably, at the one pay-per-view where Rob Van Dam being in the main event, that arguably might have made the most sense. And, an, he, can, and he can use all the chairs and, yeah. and, uh, and stuff he wants. If they had built Rob Van Dam's return properly, they could easily do that, and it would probably be an incredible match. But I'll be honest, I think Rob Van Dam, we're talking about, about stocks going up and down. It's down, think, isn't it, Mike? It's down. I think Rob Van Dam's is way down. It, he came out last year to... Uh, well, yeah. Um, yeah. Let's be honest. Had I, uh, you'd hardly have known, really, wouldn't you? But <laughs> he came well, back I don't last know, time. Because when he came back, he was he basically came out for a few with Del Rio, and then he went again. And although that's odd, it was still for the World Heavyweight Title. That's something. What about okay? What about Danny Bryan? And then some crazy, crazy way they brought Sabu back. Oh my God! <laughs> and then had Bryan that... versus Sabu versus RVD. In a triple threat extreme rule, <laughs> extreme rule. No oh. idea how. That, no idea how they'd get that, uh, or, or what way convoluted. Ah, be still my beating heart. But it's better than what we had. It would be incredible. It, it would, wouldn't it? I I can't believe how good that would be. <laughs> I know it would be, but it, 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 it it'll do. But yeah, so it would be brilliant. But and it's, I mean, Sabu. Some of the fans would just go. What? Which is why he put RVD in there as well. Make it indeed. It, it would be so good. It would. It would. Uh, but the good thing is about the network now, Mike, which we don't have. But let's say, like, you did something crazy, like bring Sabu back and RVD. But I mean, I mean, on the network, you could have heavily promoted the best of Sabu matches, then, couldn't you? To you know, to 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 help advertise, obviously, the match at Extreme Rules, because people are like, who's Sabu? Oh, look, I've just watched the ECW documentary, which is on the WD network. I've just watched Sabu's top 10 matches. This guy's really good. I can't wait. I mean, that's the perfect vehicle to almost help promote outside of Raw um, and, and mainstream TV this pay-per-view. Do you think they're going to do that with no, Sting? No, they're not, because it makes sense, Mike. No, makes I, sense. I, do you think they're going to do that with Sting, I said? Oh, yes, it, that would make sense. That would make sense. Having said that, hasn't the Sting Undertaker feud? I've got no interest in that now. Yeah, that's 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 a shame as well. <laughs> Unless they did it at SummerSlam, which I doubt's happening. Um, surely that, surely they, if they're gonna do it, it would be SummerSlam, don't you think? Well, yeah, Mania doesn't mean anything now. Um, uh, yeah, so it would be SummerSlam. But even now, because of the bad taste, I probably still will have in my mouth because I'm that kind of a person. Uh, I, I won't. I'm less interested in anything involving the Undertaker at the moment. I don't know why. Is it maybe? It maybe maybe my my subconscious is still punishing him. For um, losing against, <laughs> to, to Brock Lesnar, I don't know. I don't think you trying to punish Undertaker would end well. No, no. In any sense. He's old, though. I've got a chance. He is old. I could kick him in the shin. I reckon I could outrun him. Just. If you, if you kick hard enough and then just leg it. Yes. That might work. 
I mean, I mean they, Kevin Nash, no problems. Well, Kevin Nash would tear his quad just standing out of the chair. It's fine. So, um, so, so, so you could continue kicking him. You is that what you're saying? And and you'd be fine. Well, Kevin Nash. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, is more with Kevin Nash, you wouldn't have to run. No, no. You, you you just kick him in the in the shin, move about five feet. He stands up, tears his quad, and falls down again. And then you kick him again. Then you kick him again. We've been horrible, aren't we? Nick his wallet and fuck off. Oh, wouldn't have much in though. Ah. Uh, Maybe, maybe, maybe. Well, he's, he's surely, got... banger. He was there in the peak of WCW. Yeah, but if he spent did... it now. He spent it now. Surely, yeah. He, he went to TNA. Surely, nah, that, surely that's a sign. Well, indeed, think of all the payoff, buy rate stuff, or whatever the word is, pay per view bonuses he must have got from his classic with Samoa Joe. That's true. Um, yeah. Talk about not classic, but um, interestingly, Mike. Uh, yeah. Changing the subject somewhat. Go on. We've heard no news in terms of uh, um, in the, in the USA of WWE's new TV deal, which I think runs out this year, doesn't it? And do you know what else we we have heard? What? What the hell's going on with this pay per view cable provider thing? Well, Bob, I think you've got a couple of uh, semi big pay per view providers. Uh, I don't know if it's the Dish. There's there's at least a it's, couple. It's Dish and Direct TV. They're not. Because of the network, it's basically cost £10 a month, or $10 a month, sorry. Yes. They're looking at that thinking, okay, we're not... Because because basically you've made the pay-per-view worth $10, essentially, and, uh, you know, we charge 50 or whatever, we're not having the pay-per-view on our... It's not worth our time. It's seeming... Well, some, something like that, yes. But, I mean, at the end of the day, there are gonna still going to be people who haven't got the network who will watch still buy the pay-per-view. Now, depending how yeah. much it costs a dish, I'd imagine not much um, because I think they get 50% of every pay-per-view bought. So they get $25, say, if it's $50 for a pay-per-view down in America. So uh, it almost seems like a protest against WWE. But it, it's going to be interesting to see how much it hurts WWE. I, I mean, yeah, this is what I find puzzling. I thought, well, hang on. There will still be people ordering it, so you still make money. Just turn up with a camera, you're fine. So yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, and it, it is inter- It is interesting to see um, where they, where this goes because the problem is, Mike. I think what is it? They've got six hundred and something thousand people on the network that that have bought the network for six months. Good, that's pretty good so far. Mm, it's not the million they wanted. Um, True, but is it the one million over the first year? Yes, but the problem is, Mike. Right? Yeah. Yeah. If in, I'm just looking at the American market, if sure. WrestleMania, being the biggest pay per view of the year and the most expensive, did not get people to buy the network, what else what, will? What will? Yeah. Um. So I mean, what if you're in America? What if you did? If you didn't buy it for WrestleMania, potentially some people didn't because they're worried about the stream, whether they, it was going to be blocked. Yeah. You, you know, I could kind of understand that. However, I think that's a, a minimum amount of people. You know. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. That, that's not going to be another 400,000 people thinking Certainly that. not, no. Um, but w- do you still want to buy WWE? And the problem is, let's be honest, this pay-per-view, right? Yes. If I didn't, if I, you know, if I didn't buy the WWE Network for Mania, I wouldn't be buying the WWE Network for this pay-per-view. That's a good point. You're not going to grab it for Extreme Rules or uh, Over the Limit or whatever. No, I mean, and my concern is, is because obviously the way the content the content is, and depending how good these pay per views are, um, you're going to look, you're going to be looking at all the back catalogue of stuff, and after six months, 
are those 600,000 people going to want to renew again? And I think a lot of it is is probably going to going to be more concentrated on whether these pay-per-views are any good because they're going to have watched a lot of the content they're going to want to. They're going to be ECW'd out, let's say. They they, mm-hmm. they should hope there might be um, old-school roared out, you know, watched all the all the Attitude Era that they wanted to. They've had their fill. Are they going to renew? And I, I think the only thing that might make them renew is what their pay-per-views are going to be like. So I'm saying that the pay-per-views are equally just as important as they were, despite arguably being only worth $10 a month. I don't know if that makes any sense, what I'm saying. but It makes complete sense. Complete sense. Because, as you said, there's a hell of a lot of content, but they might have got through a lot of it. So what they really need... Well, what they really need is, for, as I said, the pay-per-views to be great, and they need the original stuff, like NXT, to be really good as well. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, they, they do. They need a much, a, a, well, it's good, it's good, it's not too bad at the moment, but they need a really solid, um, a solid network, solid television. A hit, basically. Yeah, and solid yeah. pay-per-views going on, going on from now, and that's only going to come with solid storylines, and giving you and I and other wrestling fans reasons to buy this network, thinking I can't wait for the pay-per-view. I'm interested in the Evolution versus Shield match, mm-hmm. but I could argue that's the only match I'm really interested in on the show, I, other than the fact that I want Daniel Bryan to win and then I can breathe again, and I'm sure he will. He but, probably will anyway. Yeah, yeah. but looking at that, I, there's no other matches that I can't wait for, let's say. Yes, that's true. But I hate to say we're sort of getting used to that feeling, which is awful in itself. Yeah, but a they pay, can't do pay, that. Exactly. That's I agree with you. Pay per view should be must see television. And they, they used to be. I remember the days when I'm on Sunday night. I'll be on one day when I go back from college, and everyone's talking about everyone's talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Or if I didn't want to know because it obviously got recorded. And I got home on Monday and I did the homework and I couldn't wait to sit down to watch the three hours of wrestling where, to me at the time, because I was a mark, every match mattered, it's, particularly, obviously, the, the main event. Okay. Whether that be the case now, if I, you know, if I took myself and went back in time, I think the main events would matter, but not, maybe not the mid-cards so much. Because when you look at the actual era mid-cards, uh, some of them, it ranged from solid to absolutely crap. Mm-hmm. But it was youthful exuberance. It, 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 it but was. That, but you can have older ex- exuberance. Well, we, we had that at WrestleMania when Danny Bryan won. We had that when The Rock beat John Cena at WrestleMania 28. It's still there. But a lot of the pay-per-views just feel a bit thrown together these days. Yeah. but As you say, we'll have brilliant match, brilliant match, six matches of why are they facing each other again? Yeah, and give you a reason to watch it. I mean... And the thing that frustrates me, you look at someone like UFC, whose pay-per-view numbers are consistently 500, 600, 700, 800,000, you know, throughout the yes. year. They consistently beat... Uh, the only pay-per-view that has a chance of beating any UFC pay-per-view that WWE has is WrestleMania. Oh. Other than that, 
the um uh you know each month the UFC beat them and these are people Mike the concerning thing is the UFC they can't book people because they can't choose the yes. winners they can't book storylines it happens naturally but the way they're doing it and the way they present their product that you could argue is a lot better than the way that the way that WWE are presenting their product but the frustrating thing is is we you and I know that the WWE could arguably do it so much better because it is not a real sport they are in charge of what happens and yet we're not getting that no. what's going on no, it, it it seems to be the WrestleMania lull seems to have come out a month early. A couple of yeah. weeks. normally you're still excited for Backlash because you're coming off Mania, going yeah, I can't wait. Yeah, and it, and and it's come like um almost a pay per view or too early. So what do we do? Don't know. I don't know. Are, 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 or is it just are we missing CM Punk that much? Do you know, what? I didn't tell you this when I got Raw. Okay. I sped forward uh, later on just to make sure that it was working properly because we, we got a new TV and, that, and some new stuff. When I moved it forward briefly to see if it was working okay, I saw a bloke with sideburns. I went, it's CM Punk! <laughs> so I wound it back to the beginning and spent all of the time watching Raw thinking, when's he going to come out? Oh, no. And it was Hugh fucking Jackman. Oh, Mike, I'm sorry. It was very disappointing. Yes, uh, it was a good roar. It, I'm not denying that, but that bit after a while, I went, "Oh, bollocks!" It was Hugh Chapman. Yes, <laughs> I'm so sorry. But indeed, WWE, I I love them obviously, but they do need to make more effort on the pay per view bookings. They do. They do. No question about it. Uh, and I think I'm going to say I said that they, I said arguably I think they need to more so than 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 before. I'm going to almost take what I said back and say it's more important than equally simply because, Mike, it looks like the network might be the only way to get these pay-per-views very soon. Quite possibly, yes. Um, and, you know, you know, and I think it's the lasting reason why you are going to renew the subscription after six months. It's going to be one of the main considerations. Brackets and NXT. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, Mike. Say you and I get the network, uh, say like it comes out before Survivor Series, yeah? Yeah, fine. We get it, yeah. we watch Mania, and then we think we've seen pretty much all the old school stuff we want to, barring a few other things, right? And the pay-per-views are quite lackluster. I'm sure you and I are going to talk to each other, and uh, you and I might be in serious consideration whether we renew it, yeah, then, or may, or whether we renew it just before Mania or the the Royal Rumble, rather than renewing it straight away, for example. Do you really think it's possible to get through all of it, though? No, but I do think it's possible in six months to get through enough that you're happy, um, that, that you're happy enough with the old school stuff, and you're so meh about their current papers, where you think, okay, it's six months' time, so which what? Say you got it before Mania, SummerSlam, you could think, meh, I'm not really going to bother until I'm going to renew it maybe in January, so I get the Rumble and Mania. But I won't uh, bother before then, maybe. That you know? could happen. That could easily happen. Yeah. I see you thinking now, yes. And and it's going to be really interesting to see when that's, I think that when they renew it, which will be about the SummerSlam time, to see um, if they have a lackluster SummerSlam, I think that could really, really hurt them. And whether or not they get their million, I mean, I, th- I do think, and I'll say again, they did blow it with the European and uh, other markets outside of America. It oh, yeah. might not have been their fault by not having the network before Mania. Because really, unless, it's, unless they do it before SummerSlam, or maybe the Royal Rumble, but there's no consensus to buy it. 
at the moment um, in terms of, you, you know, leading up to a massive pay-per-view. You and I will probably get it, Mike. I'm going to get it when it comes out for the first six months, guaranteed. Yeah? I think I will too, yes. I can't wait. But for your person that sits on the fence, umming and ahhing about it, I don't know, I've, I've seen some, you know, I don't think there's anything that's really spurring them on to get it at the moment. If, for example, it launched in Europe next week. Not even with Legends House. <laughs> no. <laughs> not, no. Maybe not. I, I, how much do you think it's going to be? Bearing in mind, bearing in mind, $10 in America, Netflix over here, which is similar, where you can watch all your movies and your TV box sets, mm-hmm. yeah, is, yeah. I think, £5 or five ninety nine a month. So how much is the WWE Network going to be? It wouldn't surprise me if they round it up to £10. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me. I do think that, but that's not the same as ten dollars, and it almost seems like we're getting yes. we're not quite, ten pounds is that's sixty pounds, obviously every half year. That almost seems like a bit too much for some people. It, it, it is a bit, perhaps, because as you say, I, I worked it out when it was coming out. Ten dollars is six pounds fifty. It is now, but a pay per view is about fifteen pounds when you're paying for it in the UK a month. Yes. So you're saving arguably five pounds a month if they did do it ten pounds. But then again, in America, where a pay per view is fifty dollars a month, you're, you're obviously saving, saving a, hell a, lot, of a lot more. Yeah. Which makes me—I mean, you and I will get it for ten pounds. Any more, and I would probably start being thinking—I don't know. So I don't think it's going to be above ten pounds. Yeah, I—I'd I, be thinking so. if it was say fifteen, I think the uh, fuck it. No, I wouldn't. I—I I really doubt. I—I I, I would seriously consider. I might get it for the first six months, but unless something amazing happens, uh, I'd only be doing that to watch the old the old school content then, and it will be like unless something changes, that's it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and towards Legends House. Yeah, part of me wonders if they did it for six ninety nine or seven ninety nine rather than ten pounds. That that would that would feel like a bargain, really. Yeah, seven ninety nine. So they're still making more money than America, and obviously, maybe you know, maybe the tax over here or whatever the way they do it is going to be more for the for the WWE. So it needs to be, but that be more. But I think if they did it for like um, seven ninety nine or eight ninety nine, it just feels a lot better than ten pounds or that uh, psychologically. And I think people sitting on the fence are a lot more likely to say, "Oh my God, I get it's two pounds less than a tenner a month." Essentially, yeah, I get, I get it. But then, you know, I do like the idea that they say that sentence to themselves. My God, eight quid—that's two pound less than a teller. I'm having that. Yeah, I love the idea that they actually use those words. Well, there you go, fantastic, brilliant stuff. But I, if it was eight quid, I'd be delighted. I'd certainly get it. And I do think the price point is quite important because it's competing, as I said, Mike, with something like Netflix, which you could argue has just as much, if not uh, more varied content. Yes, true. Because it's got TV box sets, it's got films of all different types, it's got kids shows, it's got kids films, Disney films, kids TV. You know, it's for the whole family, and that's mm. five or five ninety nine. So they're competing with that. So when you when you put it at tenner, that's pretty much double what what for example something like netflix or i think or amazon prime what used to be love film um uh is so they need to think really carefully um in england or, or other parts of europe of how much they're going to charge so what you're saying is we should decide um well, because yeah. because i we know wrestling you watch films i'm sure i don't Really? Bear in mind, wrestling is a niche market, so people that again, yes. are, are going to be hardcore fans anyway. Well, based on that, let's make it twenty quid. But yeah, <laughs> that's, that's true. I mean, I, I honestly think I, I honestly think seven ninety nine is a good price point. Um, cheaper is even better, but I think seven ninety nine is a good price point for people on the fence probably getting it. I'd say half eight... the price, almost half the price of a pay per view, for example, isn't it? 
Yeah, that's why it would seem so good. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be great. So. Mm. But, but 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 there you go. But I've had no news about it coming here. Sky've got a new deal for wrestling. I think uh, which begins at the end of five the year. Five year deal, yeah. A new five year deal where all. But it, the, the the concern is, my all of their pay per views you got to pay for now. There's no all fourth, of them. Yep. There's uh, the, we used to have four free ones in Sky, but all of them you got to pay for, and that makes me mm-hmm. wonder. I mean, let, WWE need to, this network to be successful. They do. They do. They, they, they base too much on it. You bring it to Europe without the pay-per-views, you might as well not bring it to Europe. Exactly that, yes. Um, unless you're going to have it for three pounds or something, then it might be worth it, you know? But you can't charge, you cannot charge anything more than four pound, five pound for it. It's not worth it without, without, without those pay-per-views. Or without those, no, sir! Without the new content, but um, NXT's on the sky. So it's, it's interesting. This is what I'm puzzled. Yeah, it's still they still NXT superstars and all that are still on Sky. So yeah, we won't be getting a hell of a lot more, really. So it must be based on the pay per view, surely. It has, and then are we going to get? But would you get NXT on the network in England? I mean, I think um, from a customer point of view, it, you need to feel that you're getting the same deal as the US. Otherwise, you're going to feel cheated, whether it's cheaper yes. or not, aren't you? Completely, yes. They get it. Why can't I? And people don't, and I'm, I'm sorry, Mike, people don't really give two shits about TV contracts. I'm paying that, I want that. That's what they, that's what they, they're, they're yes. not going to care whether Sky have a contract or not. You know, they're like, I don't care about what Sky has or not. I want this. The American people get that. I, I want I it too. Should get, I should get this as well. Yes. Yeah. That's so. it. But there we go. And how, will, and how will Sky react to this? I, I'm in, too, uh, too fucking late. They've got a deal. Yes, too. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? But as I said, without, I honestly think without Europe, Basing, uh, knowing that they got 600 or whatever thousand in America, yeah, yep. without Europe and, and without Canada and Australia and those ones, they, I don't think they're going to get a million people. No, they definitely need right. the, they definitely need Europe and Canada as well. I mean, Canada is a big market. I yes. think they're, th- I, 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 is it fair to say their third biggest market is probably England? Oh, yeah, I'd say that, yeah. Based on, you know, the live attendance and all that stuff. Yeah, I'd say so. So, without pay-per-views, you can forget launching your network. So, we're, we're basically, yeah, definitely then. I hope you're listening, kids. The uh, WWE uh, people, I mean, because obviously we are shareholders. You know what? That's probably the most serious discussion we've ever had about TV and networks and things like that, ever. It, for it the last is. 20 minutes. Definitely. Yeah. At no point did I mention... Uh, Poo, know, wild... shit, crapping in bags. Well, ne- I thought... Say anything. What was that last one? I was going to say necrophilia, but... Not, not, not now, thanks, I've eaten. Okay. I didn't understand that, but, it, you know, but I either didn't understand it was the most disgusting thing I've ever said in my life. So, yeah, let's just go over to it. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> no, no, thanks, I've eaten. Fair enough. Um, but, but, <laughs> but, but there you go. Look at that, I've got a headache, Mike. With the Maxx to Lillard, we are zany to the Maxx to Lillard. Beautiful. We'll, we'll have a lovely day. Let's go and rob some graves with their crafilia. <laughs> I should have saved that for the, for the finish. Yes, you should. Ah, bollocks and asses. Well, there you go, Mike. <laughs> um, take it away. With a necrophilia. Good night. Right, we are back. We have watched Extreme Rules. If my plan has gone right, this is part two of the two-part, obviously, um, um, show that obviously Mike and I, before and after talking about Extreme Rules, Extreme Rules is in the books. Uh, I actually didn't think it was as bad as I thought. Uh, Over to you, Mike. 
I quite liked Extreme Rules. It wasn't a stellar five-star pay-per-view, but I, I quite liked it. I, I go above average. You go, really? I'm going a thumbs up. I'm going at, okay, uh, 12 o'clock. The, yep. My thumb is at the three o'clock mark. So your thumb's in the middle, completely and, in the middle. And thumbs is what's important, kids. Remember, look after your thumb. Yes. In fact, Harry Hill had a comedy song called Be a Good Son and Phone Up Your Mum. I say, be a good son, look after your thumb. And and I tell you what, I'm, acronyms like that are, are going to live forever in the uh, WWE pod ethos. That's not an acronym. I'm talking shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but I enjoyed it. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> How the fuck is that an acronym? I have no idea. I, I was... Okay, acronym. What is a, what is an acronym? Let's see. An acronym is something like NASA, where N A S A stands for other words. That's an acronym. Yeah, yeah. So, so an acronym for "Be a good son, look after your thumb" would be quite long. Eight B-A-G-T-L-A-S-S. letters long. B A G T. Yes. L A Y T. I understood that. That's an acronym. Uh, well uh, there you go. There you go. There, there you go. <laughs> we, we, we we turn this segment around. Faster than the TNA company can turn around anything. Anyway, moving on. Um, faster, faster than the Vince Russo swerve. Absolutely. And talking about TNA, Chris Daniels definitely gone from TNA. Oh, what the? I know Kazarian's due to go as well. His contract's up at the end of this month, as confirmed by Christopher Daniels. I was just listening to a, a, an interview before before you called and we started the show, Mike. I mean, what has that company got left? Samoa Joe, Mr. Kennedy, and what? Okay. Let's be honest, right? You offer yeah. Mr. Kennedy and Samoa Joe the same amount of money, give or take, but in a yeah. newer wrestling company, basically saying, you know, you, we're going to push you properly. If uh, if you could make these people believe it, I think for the same money, um, they'd almost jump ship if they if it wasn't too inconvenient for them. Are you talking about if maybe a certain Double J were to do that? I think he needs to, yeah. No, 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 de- no definitely. Um Speaking uh, of TNA stars and moving about, yes, I know he's not moving about, but I can't help but wonder where's Christian. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Where is he? he, he well, interestingly, um, John Cena wasn't on Raw either. Oh, was he not? No, but talking about Christian, I've absolutely no idea where he is. He kind of popped up, I think, for WrestleMania, and we haven't seen him since. It wasn't even that. He popped up for thingy, the Elimination Chamber match, I think it was. Yes. And then fucked off again. He wasn't in the um, Battle Royal then? Don't think so. Ah, okay. That, where is he? Well, yeah, because you and I kind of teased the fact that he would be, him uh, amongst um, many other people, would be really good mm-hmm. opponents for, obviously, um, our, our champion. Um, but no. Yes, I, I mean, Brian versus Christian could be a hell of a match. <laughs> we know. Easily. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Christian had good matches with Randy Orton. And let's be honest, not everyone can have a good match with, with the, uh, the handbag shitter. Exactly, it's not the, the handbag shitter. Marvelous. It's not an easy. It's not. I mean, the thing is with Orton is he does seem to have good matches, but I don't know what he has to do with them. Yeah, it's it's always by accident, isn't it? Let's be honest, Mike. I mean, we've all had that day when we look like when we're playing pool, for example. We look, yes. like, we look like masters at the pub and can't explain it. Yes, indeed. I think Somehow. that happens. To, I think so, that that by the law of averages, that has to happen to Randy Orton a couple of times, a few times during his career. You know. I know exactly what you mean. A little tip. If you're going to play pool to try and impress someone on a date, don't learn off me. Right. There, there you go, boys and girls. Another acronym. Um, right. Moving yes, on. That, there's another one. <laughs> That's even longer. The thing <laughs> that... is, when I play pool, I either am 
god awful, horrifically awful, or I'm suddenly one of the top ten world's pool players. There's, there's no, there's no, there's no... There's, exactly. There's nothing in the middle. There's no consistency. I'm either unbelievably good or so awful. It, oh, one of my turds can pick up a cue and beat me. There's an image. Um... Isn't it just? And by the way, I mean beat me up pool, not beat me upside the head. Right, okay. I was thinking of the latter. You always are, aren't you? Yes, quite messy. Mm-hmm. There's another acronym for you. Moving on. Um... Quite, what, QM, <laughs> quite messy. Yes. Is, is that, is that a, is a, does Stephen Fry present it by any chance? Yes. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, here's the interesting thing about poo. That's Stephen Fry talking. I don't actually have an interesting fact about poo. I can probably throw one together. Okay. Should I give it a go? Yes. All right. Did you know that an elephant's poo is such a good fertilizer that if you covered it in Mark, if you covered Mark Henry in it, he'd grow a second vagina. Oh. Now that's an acronym, my friend. I did not know that. Nor did I. Well, apparently poo smells because as a result of the products of bacterial action. Is that what it is? Yes. Um, yes, 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 yes. I don't know why TNA smells. Oh, sorry, Mike. Sorry, blow, blow. Moving on. Because, because it's shit. <laughs> ah! Hey! <laughs> That's why. We're on... Surely. Oh, dear. we're here all week, boys and girls. Um, we certainly are. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, <laughs> so yeah. Okay, uh, ex- Extreme Wars. Let's talk, obviously, the main event, Danny Bryan Kane. It looked to be hideous. It was better than the John Cena Kane matches. If... The storyline yeah. is a load of shit, let's be fair, I think. Ridiculous. The storyline is basically they're taking a feud that could have happened a year or so ago after they split up as a tag team that no one wanted to see then and are doing it now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the argument is they've run out of big guys, um, um, big heels, because pretty much your heels are formed, you know, the evolution. And uh, through WWE's yes. fault, um, um, they haven't really pushed enough heels. I mean, let's be honest, that's uh, uh, Pushed right, and had they continued to push him, a heel Damien Sandow would have made a good match. I mean, there's lots of possibilities. You know, well, had he well, not... They, they could maybe have fast-tracked uh, Cesaro. That could have worked. Yes, yes. So you, you got... Absolutely. It's it's just a bit silly. Um, a little odd, yeah. I mean, Is the it... match was good. The match was... I, I To be honest, Mike, I think the match was... Uh, I don't think we can give it. Uh, it wasn't perfect. It wasn't like five no. out of five. But no. I think you look at Kane and Daniel Bryan. You look at that match and you think, okay, I really can't see any way that match could have been better. Credit to both of them. Well, the thing is with those two is, um, at first, you know, obviously any match needs to build. If you're going to wrestle twenty thirty minutes in Extreme Rules or any sort of match, it needs to build. Yes. For me, at first, it seemed to be just. I, I love violent matches. You know, love them. But this one too was just violence for violence' sake. There was nothing to it. That was my feeling, and it was only towards the end that it got good. When he was put through the table, that was a great moment. The fire was short but brilliant. We haven't seen that for a long time, and also that as soon as I saw the fire, I thought, "Yep, that's the PG era." Fucked. <laughs> well, interestingly, it's on their network now as well, isn't it? So maybe that's why I don't know. That got... crossed my mind as well, because yeah, because was it Direct and Dish TV didn't carry the pay per view strangely. There were yeah yeah which yeah and I can understand why they wouldn't. I mean we, I think we talked about it last time. I completely mm. understand why they don't you know because basically the WWE are undercutting them by like forty do- forty to fifty dollars essentially. True, but they still make money out of it, so why not carry it? 
I think it's a bit. I, I think it's basically a protest, which I can kind of understand. You know, you basically made the fa- you've made people because they get fifty percent of the revenue, uh, don't right. they? And they looked at that and they think, well, you know, you've basically fucked us over, even though we have a contract mm-hmm. with you. Oh, I see. That's well, I can I can see their argument, but I think it's a little petty. Well, no, I don't. I don't. Okay, I. I Okay, let, let's try and um. Okay, say so you're a website right. company. You're selling my uh, um. Say like um. What am I selling? You're a website company, and you're selling uh Michael Shortley t-shirts, right? Yes, that's very possible. Okay. I can see that for happening. Forty dollars. Okay, yeah. forty dollars. What size now, are they? Uh, every size. Everyone loves them. They uh, one size fits all. Okay, <laughs> right. Moving on. There you go. One size fits all. Yes, they're quite stretchy. Um, so aren't we all? We are. Okay, you're Did selling... You know, there was once a footballer, right, called Fitz Hall. Literally, his name was Fitz Hall, and so his nickname was One Size. That's nice. That's Isn't fantastic. that brilliant? That's fantastic. Well, it's so good. Anyway, carry on. I'm selling T-shirts. 40, for 40, 40 pounds, 40 pounds. Right? Yeah, why am, I, I said, why am I selling them in dollars? I don't understand exchange rates. Yeah, that's true, that, which is why we're going with pounds. 40 dollars? I'm ripping them off. Well, this is the thing, right? Okay, yeah, okay. Sure. Um, and you're you're not Michael Chalkley though. You're the uh, website. Um, uh, you're like any t-shirt dot com, and you're selling right. it, right? So basically, right. Michael Chalkley gets twenty 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 pounds of it, yes. and uh, you get the other twenty pounds. Okay. So Michael, do I? My, um, uh, no, this is the website. Buy any t-shirt dot com. Okay. Buy any t-shirt dot com. Now Michael Chalkley decides to set up his own website. That bastard. And sell them for twenty dollars. I've never liked him. That's essentially what, yeah. And then you're yes. thinking, why the fuck am I going to, I'm selling them because Michael Chalkley's undercutting me by 50%. Everyone's going to go to his website, so I'm not going to sell them anymore. But surely any t-shirt.com would still make a bit of money, wouldn't they? From what, there's, there's got to be some people out there it's without based, the network. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. But you look at that, you look at that, it's available at another place for arguably cheaper. That's, but that's basically what they've done, isn't it? Yes, that uh, is true. That and because of that, if if that website turned around and said, I'm not going to sell Michael Chalkley t-shirts anymore now, basically, you, you know, I'm not going to feature them. Uh, I'm not going to waste advertising space as well on uh, on, on my website because basically, you know, not not many people are going to buy, are going to buy them and it's going to show. And it probably does show um, in terms of pay-per-view numbers for the WWE. So there you go. I mean, that's basically a really bad example. No, I understood it, but would it help if Direct and Dish TV saw Michael Chalkley t-shirts? Yes. On pay-per-view? Yes. In a QVC-style way? Yes. Okay, that works beautifully. As a pre-show. Instead of having the uh, pointless uh, WWE pre-show, they just had a QVC advert of you trying to shill your t-shirt to them, which is probably, arguably, a lot more entertaining, I'd imagine. Well, I I usually like the pre-shows, but WLC... Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, but apparently, uh, did you see the clip? The fans were going, "This is awesome!" Yes. So apparently, it was a good laugh. Yeah, I'm judging for that bollocks, but a good laugh. Oh, there a, you bit like, a, a bit like my testicles. There you go. There you go. Um, so I yeah, mean... my testicles are hilarious, actually. <laughs> oh my god! I didn't know that, Mike. I did not know that your testicles were hilarious. Did you not? I do know. Well, as long as you're there. Are your testicles hilarious? Email us at www.podcast at googlemail.com or, or tweet us at www.pod or visit www.pod.movefood.com and tell us about my, your... Testicles. Any, anytv.com testicles. Okay. It's, it's, just put www.pod into Google. You'll find us. www.pod to Google. So... Mm. Yes. 
Um, so, so moving on from the Daniel Bryan came out. I mean, what's there wasn't that much to say really. It was good. Um, to the um, oh, I, I don't want to talk the Evolution uh, match yet because I thought that was the best match. I know we discussed it. It was. Yeah. It was. Yes. So yeah, let's do let's do the other bits first. John Cena match. Talk to me. The John Cena match. I have thought for a while, and I'm sure I've said to you and said on this show again to you, I suppose. The, the thing with Bray Wyatt as a character and Bray Wyatt as a performer of that character is superb. Absolutely wonderful at it. Some of the scripts make no sense, but I don't know if he writes them anyway, but he performs them beautifully. I have wanted to see for a while him in longer matches to really see what he can do. I have a horrible feeling there's a reason why Harper and Rowan always get involved. Okay. Yeah, I, I just, I'm a bit worried. Is it, is it because they're not like confident in Bray Wyatt's in-ring ability? It, it, it could be, but then it's a bit like, okay, this is what annoys me. Yes. You, you look at the roster you've got. If you're not that confident in Bray Wyatt's ring ability, don't book him in don't that type him of match. Don't the main event, yeah. No, you don't. Or you have a handicap match. I mean, the idea of a cage match is to keep the people out from interfering. Fuck that, yes. let's be honest. Indeed, indeed. Mm. It was basically that that show that match completely belonged on a on a TNA pay per view. I don't know. I mean, that match I quite liked the match, but the ending was really bizarre. Yeah, yeah. I I, I I'm I'm gonna defend it a bit because I don't. It was bad, but I don't think it was TNA bad. If you all that all that harsh, oh, well, let's go. With that. Oh, I think they phoned up Russo and said, "Give us some advice." And he said, I'm going to send you a vocoder that's down-tuned several notes, or however these things work, and give it to a child. Yes, and therefore the child basically cost John Cena the match. The thing is, if you were John Cena, wouldn't you just punch that child in the face? I'd be like, you're kind of creepy, but I'm going to walk out anyway. Exactly! I mean, it was, it was, it was a little bit freaky. It made it, the match... Yeah, the, at the end of the day, in my opinion, the, the way the match ended and the way it was going, did Bray Wyatt no favours. Did his... Ta- did, you know, his... His stable, no favours. Did John Cena, no favours. The only plus point is it gave that kid a payday. I mean, that's the only plus I can take from that match because John Cena looked like an idiot, right? Bret yes. Wyatt looked weak as hell, needing all that interference to win. So no one, I think no one is any more over and it's just completely hurt the feud. It's done... So I don't really think coming out of it that you could really look at any positive way that that match has helped the feud. I can think of one. Okay. Ray Wyatt won the match. <laughs> I know you're right. He won it in a fuck, okay, I agree. In a okay, fair fucked up way. But at the same time, this is a, like a 25-year-old guy with this weird quote-unquote message, which sort of doesn't exist. Um, no one seems to be mentioning that. But either way, he just beat the guy in the company. That's a massive thing. It's weird the way he did it. No one's denying that. But still, he's knocked off John Cena, for God's sake. That's still cool. That, 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 is, that is. It's just a shame that it wasn't clean one, two, three, because that doesn't happen often. That would be a bit of a much bigger statement. That's but true. yeah, you're right. If we take one positive, you can argue the right man won. Having said that, they're continuing this feud, oh dear. Um, by the looks uh... of it. Uh, John Cena, as I said, wasn't actually on Raw. He was on the main event. Uh, oh, was he? On, which is obviously exclusive to the network, which also makes you wonder, which is basically pushing people to buy the network, in my opinion. Well, yeah, I guess, well, that's, I'd, I'd say that's uh, fairly, yes, I don't think we can really deny that. But then, the, I wonder why, because well, network is filmed, when is it, when is the main event filmed? Do we know? It's, um, I think it's uh, when SmackDown's uh, done. So it's part of that 
taping, isn't I it? I think it is. Yes. That seems a bit. That seems a bit queer. No, it no, is. Uh, yeah. If you said, I mean, queer strange. is unusual. Yeah, strange. So that seems a bit odd to me. I know, I know. I mean, yeah. I mean, and talking about the network, I mean, they're really pushing it. As I mentioned yesterday, um, yes. Um, obviously, th- until obviously May the thirty first, subscribers can get up to two hundred fifty dollars uh, in, in the in the uh, WWE Shop dot com promotional gift cards by referring friends. It, it is, it is, it is, it is. Get a twenty five two hundred and fifty dollars. That's amazing. Well, the idea being is you can refer up to ten friends, hence two hundred fifty dollars. Oh, I see. Sorry, twenty five dollars for each friend you refer, and then your friend will also get twenty five dollars worth of voucher. Which is, let's be honest, an absolutely fantastic offer. The concern Perfect. is why are they? Why do they feel the need to do that offer? The people are arguing it's because the um. The network isn't doing the numbers which perhaps they want it to. And I know we discussed it in the part one of the show. We completely went up and down on that argument. I think we ended up agreeing basically as well on a lot of things that they needed, they, they really need to do. I mean, you, you and I mentioned this pay-per-view was quite good. Yes, it was, yeah. On paper, you looked at it, and if, you, and if, it, if this pay-per-view was in any way attempting to advertise the network, it was doing a negative job. It basically yeah. showed you why you didn't need the network. Uh, and, you know, so you, you actually missed out on, a, a, you know, a fairly good pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a shame. And once again, on paper, if they're going, like, on my, on Raw, it looks like they're going to do a rematch for pretty much everything, by the sounds of it. Um, oh, I see. Yeah, it's... I mean, even on paper then, that's not really that's not really going to help. I do not want to see a rematches of the last pay-per-view that, that you saw. On Raw, understandable, fair enough, but not unless it's a, unless it's a very good reason. And uh, yeah. Kane Daniel Bryan is done. And, he, he, I mean... It got really stupid. For example, uh, they made Daniel Bryan look like a wimp. He didn't want to leave his room. Um, he was waiting for a car. He got in the car, and then he would run, and then the car wouldn't start, and then Kane was in the back of the car. It was just, and, and they made him out to look like a complete wimp, which we know. Oh. Yeah, which we know is not, and a lot of people are quite. He's ne- far from it, yeah. And a lot of people are quite negative on it, and some people, uh, a, a conspiracy theorist stand up, are basically saying, "Oh, this is just like Rey Mysterio's run. They're trying to bury him." Oh God. But the, but the the thing that frustrates me, Mike, is Daniel Bryan is money. You bury him, you lose money. You need him and people like him more than ever now because you've decided to do this WWE network. So you pissed off a good part, a good portion of the companies that have your pay per views and a big, you know, I mean the pay per views is still big business. WWE get money, a lot of money from their pay per views. So you, so you you take that revenue away. You get people. You need people like Brian to sell the network. You make him look like an idiot. People won't invest in him. They'll think, bollocks, I'm not going to renew my subscription. This is shit. I mean, am I being too harsh? I don't know. I mean, it's difficult for me to say because obviously I didn't see, I haven't seen Raw, if I had bothered. Sorry, kids. But so I don't know. I mean, did, he, did they really make him look like a total ass? I thought so. And a lot of other people did. That's, oh, that's the, uh, they can always undo it next Raw, but what can... Well, that's, that's what I was, uh, I was just thinking. He only had to do a couple more things, then destroy him at payback, and then we're fine. He, he does, but why that? I mean, get for goodness sake, Kane. I I, I do like you, yeah. but no, not in the main event. <gasps> Excuse me. No, no. I, I I agree. I don't think Kane is a main event guy anymore. He it, it, until about two thousand and and when would you? I don't know. I don't even know when he last was. Well, I think about eight nine years ago. Um, he was feuding for the title with Edge, and everyone thought that would be his last big. Big, yes, big, big uh, yes, that crossed my mind. Yeah, <laughs> and, and obviously he, he comes back. I mean, I think the perfect 
spot spot for Kane. At the moment, he's obviously like the number two, three, four, whatever. They've got too many yeah. Chiefs, not enough Indians. Guy, uh, heel general manager, right? Oh, right. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he he's put in there, which is fine. But in terms of actual wrestling, he really needs to be almost in the Jake the Snake Roberts. I'm not, you know, he's nowhere as good, but in the Jake the Snake Roberts uh, uh, place Building on the card. The next, yes. Pop- yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. To have to help launch them, uh, to, to to help launch them to the main event because he is an established star. Against yeah. some people, he is a threat. If Dolph Ziggler decided, I wouldn't, you know, to have a, to have a feud with K with Dolph Ziggler winning at the end of it. That should work fine. That'd yeah. be good. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't mind, but help him. Cesaro and Kane would be an interesting, you know. Would, oh, I'd like that. Wouldn't be a bad, you bad feud. Some of the strength moves from Cesaro as well against Kane. Yeah, that it, could be great. Absolutely, it would be really, really. I mean, I think he's best used for that. Uh, not for being, not for being in main events two months in a row. Yeah, and also when Daniel Bryan very, very briefly set fire to Kane at Extreme Rules. Where the fuck do you go after that? Um, you go to um, a WWE exhibition match. Um, yeah. Anyway. But seriously, what's he going to do to Kane? Was was just button, kick him in the bollocks, shoot him, and do unspeakable things to his wife? What you the might, hell can you do? You might get a WWE Inferno match, which we really don't want. They look good on paper, but they really are boring, aren't they? They always sound amazing, but to be honest, I'm not even sure if I've seen one. I usually skip them. Good. Because <laughs> actually, now think about it. Because we, I honestly, no, I can't remember seeing one. Um, MVP had one against Kane. I'm not sure who won. A good, a good ten years ago now, probably. Sting and Vampira had one. A Taker and Kane have had them, but I can't. I somehow, and I, no, the skipping was a gag. But I honestly don't know if I've ever actually watched one. Oh well, well there you go. This is why we need the network, Mike. I mean, they. Um, yeah. And yeah. The thing is, it's like barbed wire matches should be just as bad as Inferno matches, but barbed wire matches are usually somehow brilliant. Inferno matches, from what I'm led to believe, and as I said, this could be, I know I should point this as a, I don't know if I've even seen one, it's just, you can't do anything. No, and I think the danger of the fire and how hot it is really limits what you can do in that ring. Exactly. It's, it's quite, it's completely pointless. I think the rumour is, for this pay-per-view, is a, um, we talked about a buried alive match. Which is interesting. Ah, now that's, that's the rumor. Something, that's something I got to admit. Um, if that, I mean, yes, we know he can use a forklift. That could be handy for burying large things. It, it, yeah, yeah. This is assuming he wins. Um, he <laughs> will. He has to win. Uh, and if Kane wants to go on holiday for 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 a break, I mean, normally buried live matches, you don't see the wrestler again for a while, do you? That's true. Well, that's well. Usually in the past, it's been the Undertaker underneath there, so you can kind of understand it. Yes. I mean, unless they do, they did a thing in WCW years ago where I can't remember who it was Scott Hall, I think it was actually, was the US and TV champ at the same time. Mm-hmm. He threw the TV title in a bin, literally in a bin, and about two months later, they were back to that same building again, and Hacksaw Jim Duggan found it. That's brilliant. <laughs> I know. And for Kane, and the Kane's the TV champion. Unless it is something like they bury Kane, wait. Two and a half months go back, and, they, and then in the middle of a match, he suddenly climbs out. That'd be hilarious, yeah. wouldn't go, it? What the? F- oh shit! We left him here. Yes. Well, bugger me! How did we manage that? And I tell you what, I, I think both of us would be fairly impressed with their continuity. Oh, it'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? It would, wouldn't it? Um, but let's talk. And about- it would also show they're listening to their shareholders like us. 
Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Do what we say, even more so now. You've got this network. Um, yeah. Do you think the network, from business point of view, knowing what you know now, yeah, and if they if um if they said as the head shareholder, Mister Chalkley, would Indeed. you would you say yes or no to the network now for in terms of a business, not obviously as a fan? Well, uh, well, if, as a mem- well, as someone who actually, if say I was like a, like a mega, uh, the mega powers collide. If I was a mega power on the, the in the boardroom, that sort of thing. Yes. Would you say yes or no? would you say yes to the network? No, or let's wait a year. I mean, I, for, I, I mean, what would you would you go ahead with it? I think I would. And why is that? Well, I think I would because, but the thing is. I think I would, but I wouldn't have done what WWE have done. I'd put so many eggs in that basket. But you kind of had to. The minute you were going to put pay-per-views on there, and you needed to put pay-per-views on there, because I think you and I keep saying it's the one consistent selling point time and time again. Three years down the line, if, they, you know, if it's still around, it will be the pay-per-views that sell it, arguably more than anything else, once people have had their nostalgia fill. But this is what I'm wondering. Is the WWE Network a brilliant thing for hardcore fans who want the old content but not necessarily the rest of the universe well they had WWE 24-7 didn't they and stuff like that for the older content and it was oh, yeah. and there did... weren't too many subscribers but with this you get obviously NXT on there um, you uh, love NXT yep. yeah you get obviously old you know for the nostalgia kick and you do get um, and they do have new shows and are planning on up and coming shows and a lot of documentaries and old DVD documentary old and new documentaries like the one on the Ultimate Warrior for example um, yes isn't it, do you think it's an oversight that they've accidentally not shown the self-destruction of the Ultimate Warrior in their recent no, uh, viewing that might be a good thing Mike that might be a good thing do you think that might have been a deliberate move? Yes, absolutely. I watched that a week ago. Right? Yes. And I thought, is this... I, I was just... It, it's, it's on my tablet, and I thought, I want to watch this, but is this going to feel really odd? You know, that sort of thing. It's like seeing a Chris Benoit match. Is it going to feel really odd, knowing now that he's celebrated and now, obviously, he's passed away? It's still funny. Yeah. It's uh, still funny. <laughs> and, and that's not because... And that's nothing against Jim Helwig. God bless him forever, wherever he is now. But it's still funny. Yes, that, especially his promos. Exactly. You can't ignore that his promos were fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. I was sent in a capsule for a place long from here. And I came for one reason. To attack and keep coming. Not to want, but just to give. Not to sob, but just to sing. Sing the power of the warrior. What? Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. It makes more sense than the Vince Russo storyline, though, Mike. Um, oh, do you think Vince Russo could come with an enormous swerve, right? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it, obviously, it could happen now. I mean, the fucker's dead. But, I mean, if we would, if the same and Warrior was still about. Dead. That was horrible, actually, wasn't it? Yes. Sorry. The fucker's dead. I don't, I, no, I don't mean in a bad way. I just mean. But the individual has passed on, all right? Oh, okay. But but what I mean is, if could you call that when it, midway through the last promo he ever gave, like that one on Raw, that lovely promo, lovely-ish, he got halfway through and just went, to be honest, I'm actually quite a quiet individual. <laughs> and it turns out he's from Lancashire or something, and... Um, it, it was. He wasn't mental at all. He wrote the self-destruction of the Ultimate Warrior DVD. It was all a wonderful work. Yes. 
and that was his last act on this earth was to reveal the truth. Now that would have been would have been quite something. It would have been, wouldn't it? That, it would have been, it would have been awesome. It would, wouldn't it? It'd have been fantastic. Um, Speaking of awesome, where's the Miz? Uh, uh, um, he's, he's, exactly. It's not going very well for him at the moment, is it? He's 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 with Christian somewhere, clearly. Yes, they're, they're, it's that sort of Bermuda Triangle that they're in. The uh, Bermuda Booking Triangle, BBT oh, acronym. BBT, you have people talk about BBW and stuff like that on yeah. um, dating sites, like which things I I I've heard BBW meaning both big breasted woman and big beautiful women, or fat, as I suppose they would also be called, <laughs> but. <laughs> Carry on. Well, well, I guess that's what it means, doesn't it? I don't know. I've, I don't. Re- I've not really used a dating site. I've, I've registered on one dating site, went on once, never used it again. That's the extent of my online dating knowledge. Now, speed dating sounds like a laugh because you could just go in. Because I mean, if you leave a phone number, chat to people for three minutes at a time, then at the end of the day, fancy they take your number. Just put someone else's number. But, but you're assuming would, that they I, like you and they're going yeah, to they're going to use that number though. You know, that's a massive assumption. Have you met me before? Oh, I, if if you left me your number, I would phone it, I'd caress it and I'd touch it the number. Are so, you doing it now? Yes. Yeah, I thought so, I could tell. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> I've quite a good point there and I wonder on to speed dating. What was? I've no idea. This is we're, we're uh, yes. Well, there you go. Tangent, big one. Thank you. I always sit like this. this. Tangent is so big that Mike himself doesn't know what's going on. It happens. Yeah. I've been doing that a lot in conversations recently. This is me. It's like the more I like someone as a person, the more comfortable I am with them. The bigger my tangents are because I trust they'll go with me. Uh, uh... You led me down the path. It got dark, and I took a, I took the wrong direction. That was how we met, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um. Anyway. So, so in conclusion, uh, yes, as you were saying, um, evolution versus the shield was fabulous. It was. That I was. was I mean, ending, ending the show on a high. Um, it was brilliant, wasn't it? Uh, it was. It was good. Was it, though, it really as good was. as the Wyatt Shield match? I'm going to say no. I'm saying it was just maybe a 1% or 2% less. Oh, yeah, I think that's, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. Uh, one thing I'm, I will mention, though, Seth Rollins. Fuck me! Yeah, I know. He uh, Once again, Mike, ever since you um, Bray Wyatted me, uh, basically, yep, essentially, um, yes. I, I've been converted, and Seth Rollins, in my honest opinion, is more and more becoming the star of that threesome and not Roman Reigns. He's so good, isn't he? And also, the guy, what, when I was about five that he's so tough. Some of those bumps were insane. I know, and then, I, and then it two was. Two minutes later, he's diving off the balcony. He's, he's got to watch it, yeah. He's, he, him and Dolph Ziggler could have a massive feud, couldn't they, down the line? Um, oh, that would be great. Now, but, but, but looking at him, and I, and I even say Dean Ambrose, even on Raw, is, is, is not the bad. He did all right as well, didn't um, he? And I'm not saying Roman Reigns is the weak link of the bun. Of no, the no. However, if I said to it, would there be an argument, a realistic argument? And I'm not saying I believe it, but I have wondered it, Mike. Is it realistic mm-hmm. to argue? Can you make an argument saying that Roman Reigns could potentially, at the moment, be almost a one-trick pony in terms of big guy, not much good promo. He's got two or three really cool moves. That's it. 
Is that really, really unfair? Or do you think there's any potential credibility down the line for that? Uh, you could easily argue that. I think you could easily argue that. But I will say with Reigns, I think that that the bet that two weeks ago he had his best match so far when he wrestled against uh, Randy Orton. Well, there you go. On Raw, so I think you could easily go. There's all sorts of pull in every which way but loose. Uh, and then my next question to you then is: Who are you more confident in with going ahead to be a single star, Bray Wyatt or Roman Reigns? On the oh, overall package. Oh. Oh, that's good. I'd say it's like the yin and yang. Bray Wyatt is incredible on the mic uh, and sort of thing, but Roman Reigns is not good on the mic, but he's getting better in the ring. So it says, uh, who do you think will be the biggest, the better single star going ahead into 2014, 2015? Uh, probably still Roman. <sighs> yeah, I probably agree with you. Okay, yeah. uh, that, that's fantastic. Um, just a quick note uh, of yes. Batista. It was due to end yes. his contract, not his contract, but end his first stint because of oh. obviously the, the Marvel film he's doing, um, uh, yes. Guardians of the Galaxy, or, um, or, or something. Uh, interestingly, though, they, they they did ask him at payback to uh, lose to Daniel Bryan, and he allegedly said no, because he was uh, allegedly once again, Mike. He was upset that he hasn't obviously had the title run, which was supposedly promised to him, that and that, and that Daniel Bryan took it. And let's be honest, you could make an argument for in Batista's favour that yeah, he you know I can understand he doesn't want to lose to Bryan. He did tap out to him at WrestleMania. So how much would another match actually mean? I mean, you and I said, really, it made sense if Randy Orton tapped out at Mania, I think, a while back. Obviously, he didn't. Mm. Well, talk to me, right? What do you think of that bit of news? I think you could, Batista could argue that it's like, you you promised me the earth and I've got bugger all. But let's be honest, no one likes him. But he's such a good he, heel. But this is the thing. Randy Orton is a heel, right? Yeah. But some people still kind of like him. Triple H is a heel. A lot of people still like him. Does anyone like Batista? No. Which, no, no one. Which part of me almost, part of me thinks that he should be in a feud with Daniel Bryan going to, going into SummerSlam. And I know it's not going to happen. And part of me almost thinks because of this go away, well, almost go away, but this heel heat, he should yeah. he should take the title away from Daniel Bryan. Obviously for Bryan to win it within the next two months as well. To, to, help, to, to help Batista look more of a threat. Make the internet fans go, oh my God, no! And obviously have Daniel Bryan win it again at the rubber match at SummerSlam, for example. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd still, I'd, I'd, I'd have... Um... I would have Batista just win it for like a month. I'd have him win it in July and then lose it back quite quickly just before the fans can go, ah, you fuckers! You know. I know. I might, and yeah, what I would want to do though, I'd want two pay-per-views where, I'd want a, Two pay-per-views where uh, uh, Batista's going in as champ. So, for example, uh, this is uh, to throw things left field, which something they've never done before. Going in, going into um, the uh, the last Raw of the month. Yeah. Um, before obviously the pay-per-view, I'd have Batista. Yeah. Win it. I'd have Batista win the title on that Raw. Oh, like a go-home show. He'd win it there. Yes. Like, like for the for the guy, and you're thinking, oh my god. But then, would you buy the pay-per-view? It's uh, you got the network. But what if you don't have the network? You can well if he wins it right on if you say like he wins it right. Yep. And then the three count yeah so, and then you have about two seconds of celebration and it goes off air basically because they do it at the last almost at the last minute and you say more on the network. There you go. That would be an interesting advert. Yeah, 
I mean, don't do it a lot. Well, I'll, I don't know. I'm, I'm skeptical of this one. I like the idea of him winning for a month or so, but I think doing it like that just before a show would just make the numbers for that pay-per-view sink like a rock. It probably would. It probably would. I hate so. to say it, but yeah, that's why I suspect. Okay. Um. Anyway, Mike, we're getting we're getting on now. We're over half an hour of the show. I know. Obviously, uh, um, I'm a busy man. You're busier this evening. So, um, so yes. So, uh, on, on on a plus note, fantastic uh, match with Evolution and the Shield. Looks Absolute. like we might be having a lot of similar things with the next pay per view. Take it away. Take it away, Mike. Ladies and gentlemen, I yes, I do have to rush off a bit. I'm afraid I have an appointment with a monkey about a Herbert, and so I'm just going to end with this particular um, piece of music. Granddad always said it were a bloody long way to get a loaf of bread. Good night, everyone. Monday Night Raw, the WWE Sports Entertainment, Entertainment Entertainment, the state of Florida, the country of the United States, the Western Hemisphere, the planet Earth, the heavens above, the galaxies of Game. I'm gonna lose out this time.